talking starts in an hour that they're going to explain. Bam, we're live. Okay, go on. <laughs> nope. <laughs> listen, listen. No one's watching anything else. <clears throat> Put that other shit on just save. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, hi, good morning. You talking to us? <clears throat> yeah. Hey, uh, people in the after this week, I noticed that uh, there's a crew that will now uh, that got John Young's back. That's like, have you seen? Notice the tide is kind of changing. It it was like fucking a year of just beat on John Young, and now there's like some people who are like, fuck that. John's on our homeboy. They like picking for the lesser analyst. I guess. I guess. I don't. I don't know. Well, <laughs> no, you have to. Mark, he was with. He was with yeah. Tyler and Spin. He was with Tyler oh, and Spin. Maybe he was, was the best one over there. There, there's people who've uh, who aren't who aren't going to tolerate the John Young jokes. I go back and forth between the A team and the B team. We don't yeah. know where to put me at. You you swing both ways. <laughs> did you get the results I sent you from last week's prediction, Savan? Oh, I did. I did. Oh, I didn't. Did you? See, I didn't know. Where was that? Was that in a text? Text. Just a private text you to me. The one you have pinned at the top of your favorites list. Yeah, I didn't even open the Google Doc yet. Shit, where is that? He doesn't send you that text when my predictions are better than his. But Brian, you did. Better, he'll send it. <laughs> Brian, you did send me that Google Doc again. Yeah, I removed you from it and replaced and gave it to you again last. Oh, okay. Night. Yep, here it is. It popped up. I didn't really understand um, the score. I did see the score was nine eight nine eight, but I didn't understand what that was in reference to. Can you can you help me out? Oh, that was just the raw number of qualifiers that each of us got correct. So that didn't, oh, okay. It didn't. Oh, we both it. we both got nine and eight. No, no, uh, he got nine, you got eight. For both men and women, which is kind of interesting, actually. Yeah, that is that is impressive. And like, um, and 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 quite frankly, last week, it, it, I don't think it was actually that difficult to get a lot of them correct. And the ones that we missed, and probably everyone missed, are mostly the same. We both miss Brooke Wells. We both miss Carolyn Prevo. And then Sydney the Wells. Uh, I was I'm saying uh, the ones that we had making it that didn't make it. Oh, okay. I, was, I was starting there. Prevo didn't make it, huh? God, that's kind of that's no the hard. the women the women's competition in the North America East was super competitive. If you haven't seen the stat anywhere else, from eighth place to fifteenth place was separated by twenty points. So Carolyn Prevo was in fifteenth, which it doesn't appear to be close to making it. But she was actually only 20 points away from being an eighth, which is, a, you know. Same for Brooke. Brooke was just behind that. So she had a – or was she 14th? I can't quite remember. She might have been 14th because it was a – She was um, eight points out of making the last the last one. Yeah, yeah. So she was the one in between Carolyn and then Jordan Chefs and um, Annika Greer. So, yeah, and it basically, it, you know, just a, a, a few, you know, one thing goes differently for any number of those women here or there, and, and one or two different women might be going to the games than not. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> the only the only person that um, I had in that John didn't that made it was Fee, and the only person he had in that didn't make it that I didn't was Annika. And then, I mean, it was the margins were incredible. I thought you didn't have Shelby Neal in there. Well, after Mal O'Brien was removed, then oh, she, would have, she was the next person up. Oh, damn. I just, but I like if, like, I gave you credit for Carolyn Prevo as a pick. And if she would have got in, then you would have got her as well. You know, I just slid it down one. And I mean, look, the girls that we had just on the outside, I had Annika next in line. She was next in line. Then I had Sydney Wells. She made it. Then I had Carolyn Stanley. She made it. And John had Mm -hmm. 
Sydney <clears> Wells <throat> next in line. She made it. Fee made it. Carolyn made it. So the ones that we missed on, we were very close. You know, it's just and we kind of knew that that bubble was going to be tight. So all in all, no one, you know, no one thought this weekend would go the way it did for Brooke Wells. And then, the, you know, for the girls on the bubble, we were, you know, we all knew who was going to be right there. And just a matter of a few points uh, separating. And the men was very similar. You know, obviously, we both missed on Saxon Panchik. We both missed on Alexander Caron. And those guys, you know, they didn't make it, you know, for, well, they didn't even finish the competition. And I would think that most people would have expected them to, to both make it. Um, and then we also both missed on Tyler Christoffel. And again, I think that from a fitness perspective, he's certainly good enough and is just didn't have the execution. And so the only difference between us was uh, I had Will Morad in and he had Jake Berman in. Will made it and Jake didn't. Uh, Will Morad, huh? What a what a stud. He did fantastic this weekend. Yeah, and it was, I mean, the thing about Will is like we, you know, we talked about it in the uh, preview <clears throat> last week is that you know, like, you, you know, you, you never really want to bet against, him. you know, he's kind of always defying the odds and, and this work, this slate of tests was pretty good for him. Like snatching is probably the best thing he could hope for in terms of uh, a weightlifting test. He's a great runner. Um, the fact that there were a lot of machines is maybe not that great for a smaller athlete in general, but uh, Will's solid, man. And uh, I think I would parallel him to some of the guys that we're going to talk about um, in the West this week who, uh, you know, you might also not want to be sleeping on a little bit. Who, who's, who's better? Um, uh, John Young at uh, CrossFit and analyzing uh, analysis, uh, data breakdown, uh, sports commentator, or Will Morad as a CrossFitter? I think Will Morad. Oh, shit. You didn't even fucking like even pretend to. I mean, Will's good. Like the thing is, yeah, I mean, you know, well, that's tough. Like, what are you going to say? I would say John's one of the top, you know, I'm sure I don't know all of them, but John's one of the top analysts in the sport. It's not an accident. We have him on this show. And I would say there are less people that are better than him at this than there are better than Will at CrossFit. But I also think there's a lot more competition to be good at CrossFit than there is to be good at this. Deeper right. field. Easy for John to be at the top of the heap here because so many people suck. And near, near the there's top, so few near people. The top. Yeah. Okay. I think we should take Morad's analytical ability and my CrossFit ability, and then we can we can compare wow. those two. It's still will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Jack Jack Farlow, James Sprague, Spencer Panchik, all great. It's going to be great seeing them in the games. Uh, Luke Parker. Let me just ask one question: uh, of of these guys, Will Morad, Noah Olson, Luke Parker, Alex Vigneault, Jack Farlow, James Sprague. How do you think not Spencer Panchik? Uh, sorry, sorry, Spencer Pan Spencer Panchik. Yep, perfect. Ooh, that fits nicely. Okay, rank them in order of how they'll finish at the games for me. You know, I don't need to know what place they'll be in. Okay, uh, well, interesting thing <clears throat> I just found out about Alex Vigneault is he he has recently had his second child, and he's on paternity leave for the rest of the summer. Okay, I think that is bad news for the games field. Okay. I think that that will give him some freedom, not just in terms of training, but in terms of recovery, sleep, whatever. Obviously, having a kid is a thing, but his family's very, you know, when it comes to sleep, but his family's very supportive of that. So I think he'll have, um, and it's not his first child. So, like, they already know how to get through one. I think that he's going to come into the games pretty good. So, against the, this specific group of athletes, I think there's a clear top three and bottom four. I would say Vigneault, Olsen, and Morad will beat the other four at the games. Mm hmm. Um, of those three, 
I probably would go in Vigneault, then Olsen, then Morad. I think Vigneault would be top 10. Uh, or flirt, okay. I guess flirting with that territory. Yeah, I, th- I think more likely like 11 through 15 seems like a realistic range for him. I think Noah also probably likely in that range. And Will's probably going to be more like 16 to 23. Um, of the other guys, you know, obviously Spencer has, a, has the he's second year coming to the games. And, you know, uh, that's I think that there is a big advantage of being of having one year of games competition under your belt. So I probably give him the edge over the other others. And then I probably and I got to just say, like Luke Parker. Absolutely. I've never seen that version of Luke Parker in a competition before. I was I mean, test after test after test. I was in, impressed with what Luke was doing. Um, the game's a different animal. I mean, the, th- the good thing for Luke is that he's in an environment where he has you know, a lot of people to train with that are also doing it, Jack and, and James similarly. So I think they'll all come in pretty well prepared, but I'd probably take. I'd take Sprague over those guys. I was, I was going to say, I'd probably take Sprague then. It's tough between Farlow and Parker. Maybe Sprague, Farlow, Parker. That, that's a great analysis of Alex Vigneault you gave, uh, Brian. But here's the problem. Alex Vigneault will pull out of the games. <laughs> he will not make it. Uh, you think he just won't try hard enough in one of the I, events? No, I, I think something's going to happen to him. I think he has a uh, – I don't want to say curse. That's a little uh, strong. I don't, uh, but uh, he, he will not – it's like a draw. It's like it's crazy to bet that there will be a draw in a boxing match, just like it's crazy. To, but Vigneault will not make it till the uh, till Sunday. Who is the other guy that you're uh, on your list of will not make it till Sunday? And and, and uh, I I forget. Hold on, one second. One, uh, and, and Luke Parker, out of all these guys, is the only one that after the semifinals went back to his room and wept like a baby. Uh, James probably like teared up as he hugged his dad, but I guarantee you, Luke Parker had a massive cathartic emotional dump when he went back to his room. He he can't believe he made it. Uh, he he was faking it till he made it, and I he, know, looked, he, and he really showed that. up. He's been saying for a while. I know, but I don't believe it the way. I, I don't believe it the way I hear Samuel Cornway said it. I, I think for Luke, this was a huge personal growth. I mean this all as a compliment to Luke, by the way. But I think he, uh, I think, I think he tricked himself and it worked. I can't remember who posted it. Oh, it might have been Fee actually that posted. Oh, did Sam said, Dancer, by the way, pull out? Is he already out of the games? Did I hear? That's him? the other guy that that's on is your he, list. Is he toast already? I, I don't. I actually haven't looked to see because the Masters that qualified for the games already got their invites. Um, I think if we, I wonder if we go to the games page, if we can see who's accepted those invites already. He's uh, somebody that something always happens to him. Where would I go? Games, Masters Division? 2023 Games, Age Group, and then Sort by Division. I'm going to it right now. And he's accepted his invite. I, I don't know who posts more, uh, who posts more pictures in the hospital, uh, Sam Dancer or Gordon Ryan, for those of you who follow Gordon Ryan. It's like, it's crazy. Two guys who are, I don't see Sam's name. Oh, there he is. Okay. Oh, God. I haven't seen that name in a while. Steve Fawcett. He's good. Scott Pancher. He's actually going to be competing in Europe as well in the individual field. No shit. Yep. Scott's the guy to beat here in this division. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I mean, he, him, he and Rich were so far ahead of everyone else at the, at the um, quarterfinals that, I mean, it was like 100 points. Um, from Brandon Lecoq, uh, anyone in the Colorado Springs area, I want you to know, especially if you're in Colorado or in the area, or if you're not in the area, we are hosting a sweet, I prefer spicy, but sweet's fine, sweet barbecue and Murph event. Come on down. Uh, Josh Bridges was invited. 
but who knows if he'll show up. Uh, how about a date and a um, how about a date? How about more information for five dollars? I give you a little bit more. Uh, Eaton Beaver, uh, great job this weekend, Brian. You did us proud. It's nice. Uh, Brian is a uh, Hiller's therapist. Brian is given is giving you 100% credit for CrossFit podcast going live. There's no way they did that on their own. You definitely made the show for them. Good job, Brian. I was I was certainly involved, but there's there's no chance that I could have pulled that off on my own. There were a lot of people that stepped up to make that happen, and I'm I'm glad that we were able to do it. Uh, do we have guy, anybody I, in Pasadena? We're working on it. Yes. So my mom is going to be there if we need extra hands. She's told me to let Sevon know. Oh, where? Her phone, will, her phone will be ready if you need oh, her. Oh, that's awesome. She, she's a good dude. That's really sweet. Where Does she live out there? They, does your mom watch the in- show, John? That's going to fuck me up if I find out she watches the show. I'll have to like turn it down a notch. No, you're fine. I, okay. She watches some of them. Some of them she doesn't. I don't think they watch it live. So they... uh read the comments as people are going and they don't understand why people think I look like all of these other people. But, <laughs> um, the, the, uh, but no, my parents live in South Dakota, so they're not far away from Pasadena. Uh, uh, lampshade. It's Murph. Sevon. Don't be a dipshit. The date is known. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, Heidi Kroom, uh, Sevon, you and the crew are cordially invited to my backside this weekend. Uh, sorry. Backyard barbecue this weekend. Oh, that's nice. You. That's cool. Ribs, Sevon, are you doing Murph? No, I don't know. Maybe. Fuck. No, I can't even do pull. If I do, I'll have to scale it. I still can't do. I haven't. I've done a pull up in four months or something. Longest I've been in my life since that one time I did my first pull up in the backyard on a tree branch while while high on ecstasy. Uh, sorry, there's no leaderboards that match that. What am I doing here? Okay. Um, games individual. Let's go back to semifinals. Oh, one more quick thing. God, Brian, you were right. I dilly dally. Brian was telling me I dilly dally. I was like, I'll show him tomorrow. But I'm already dilly dallying. Um, uh, women's division. Uh, let's go down here. Uh, we got uh, so Annika Greer didn't make it. Correct. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it was super tight. And there's. Uh, I know that there were a, a couple of very controversial moments for her on the last day. And I think that uh, if you, you know. People have different opinions about both of them. I think that the very clear and obvious one was with the sandbag. And it was I, what I learned after the fact was it wasn't that her sandbag was over the line that she got called back. It was that her feet were over the line. And because there were definitely a lot of sandbags over the line that didn't get called back. But if you slow it down or zoom in on it, you can see her toes over the line. I believe the judge made the right call calling her back there. And that might have been the difference. The one that's a little less clear to me is the you know the no rep on the Lagos rope climb. I haven't gone back and watched it super closely. It looked like a pretty obvious missed call by the judge, but I've I have seen some people that said the judge that they think the judge got that right. So you know well, they went then, back and changed it so they didn't agree in the moment. Right. And then so you know the question is because I'm I'm pretty sure she appealed to get some time back on that. They didn't give her any time back on it. And I think that that's where the kind of uncertainty is is uh is, you know, oh, that's that that. you don't see that very often. That threw Brian for a loop. Did you see that? I put up the no one's invited to my backside, and Brian. I just like, was no. I was just was ho- hoping, you know, that she doesn't get a sunburn on her back in case what you meant to be offering was <laughs> to apply suntan lotion. Brian twitched for a second. It's getting warm here in the Midwest. Finally, it was like you were up for the challenge. Someone told you no, and you're like, "We'll see, Heidi." <laughs> we'll anyway, see. so, but 
I mean, this, you know, if you've been watching this sport for a long time, you will know that there are people that have missed and made the games by margins that small at regionals and semifinals for years and years and years. I mean, it, 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 sometimes it's on, the, it's on the athletes. Sometimes it does come, come down to a judge's call. And I know that there are people that are making efforts to improve the, the judging situation in the, as far as big picture goes. But it's, you know, it's, it's just like any other sport. At the end of the day, it's human error. It's humans that are making those decisions. And, you know, in, a, in an NFL game, there's like five, six refs on the field and, in, in a, and a fifth, you know, 22 athletes. And in CrossFit, there's 10 and 10, an individual most of the time. And that means that there's, there's 10 opportunities for a judge to, to, to get it right or get it wrong. And there's a lot of different movements and there's a lot of different you know, standards. And that's the main reason why I think, and what I think CrossFit needs to improve is if they want to have these mysterious standards for athletes, and you guys have heard me say this before, I can, I can understand that. I still think that that needs to be approached differently during the semifinals from the CrossFit games. The CrossFit games is a one-off competition and whatever kind of mysterious standards that you impose there obviously only affect the athletes in that field. This is over three weeks. And you heard, if you watched uh, Andrew Hiller's video on Alex own you heard him talk about it he's like i reached out to try to get information and they gave me a vague answer said i find out on site i don't really love that because if i was competing in week two or three i would have had that opportunity to get that information uh ahead of time and make a decision with that information uh that i asked for so i don't like that that's an exact exact example well i don't like the withholding information from the athletes in week one when you know that it's going to get out to athletes in week two and three, they didn't have the same opportunity to practice pulling a sled that would be as heavy as the one ended up being. That's it. And I know that it's, it's everyone in the field still has the same opportunity or lack of opportunity there, but they don't have the same opportunity that everyone who's going next week or the week after, after have. And it's, it's starting to show why that's a problem. Even if you want to have that, lack of transparency with the athletes don't have it with the judges you need to set up at least one of those two groups for success and i think that that's probably the area right now that um, crossfit can make a, a big improvement quickly is to make sure that the you know set the judges up for success they're already like they're volunteering their time there they're on the center stage they're in the spotlight people are being critical of them and they're doing it for the competition give them the best chance to do it well uh are you saying that in the back there wasn't a sled with 225 pounds on it for anyone to pull? I'm saying that before any of the athletes in week one got on site, they didn't know what that sled was. Oh, oh and they okay. didn't know how, to, like, you okay. see athletes that are competing in week two and three now posting videos of them pulling the heaviest version of a sled that they can find. But you could go, you know, go watch anyone who posted a video, even someone like me. Like, I, I did that workout and I finished in 25 minutes. And I thought I was doing something that would be comparable to what the athletes were doing. And I was nowhere near that. I needed to make it at least twice, if not three or four times as hard as it was to simulate what they were actually experiencing out there. Because that it makes sled, it a way different sled, workout. That sled was hard to pull because of no, the texture of the hard to pull. I, I, I did it with a, only two plates mm -hmm. on there and it was difficult to pull. And after one length of the field, my grip was already starting to feel it. Oh, crazy. Okay. And, they, and I would have had to do nine lengths of that to, uh, you know, to complete the workout in the way that it was laid out. Ryan, do you think, um, do you think that makes the machines irrelevant? Cause it's set up as a cardio endurance workout and it kind of turned out to be who can just pull the sled the best. 
Just so you know, you guys, we're talking about workout one. It had the the runner, the skier, and the rower in it. And then in between, the there bike. were basically uh, – the bike, sorry, the bike. And there were basically um, 100-foot rope pulls in it. Okay, uh, with 225 Yeah, I mean, I know, that there, I know that there are athletes that in the, in the course of play realize, oh, well, I can pull this sled a lot better than everyone else. So I'm just going to run slow because I know I can make up the time on the last two sled pulls. And so where I thought that, and we talked about this coming in, I thought that this workout would come down to who's willing to hurt on the second half of the run and the second half of the ski. It didn't matter nearly at all, John. So I, yeah, I would, yeah. I, I, well, I'm going to say this. I am glad that they used the sled, not the torque tank. And I am appreciative of how, uh, uh, how long it was and that we did get to see some exciting passes in the uh, sled pool. Uh, where was that comment? Someone said, Hey, Sevi, are you going to shoot up some, uh, Oh, here we go. Uh, William, uh, Harden, uh, Sevi, are you, when are you going to start using peptides? I would shoot anything into my arm to make this, uh, pain go away. Uh, I, and I mean that, uh, Brian, um, uh, from Barry McCockner, uh, $5. Thank you. Brian, uh, Perrin from training think tank. Is that the girl that trains? Um, is that the Asian girl that trains? Um, Sarah. Oh yeah. I like her. Parent from Think Tank said that she did not see anything in the rule book about the feet sandbag over the line as others were doing it. What rule book? Yeah, that's a good question. Justin he, said just he, read between the lines, and then that's where it's at. Did he really say that? No, I'm just uh, joking. <laughs> uh, well, wherever the rules were written, he probably I – mean, this, this, is, this is one of the problems is that I was not able to go to all of the athlete briefings. And I don't know if what was briefed at the athlete briefings was given to the athletes and coaches in a written format as well. I am of the belief that those things should have been known when the workouts came out so that all of the athletes and the coaches would have opportunity to have a clear understanding of that ahead of time. Because the, the last thing that I want is that people are getting games qualification spots um, for anything other than their fitness. And if they're, and in this case, you know, because we're, remember, we're not talking about the CrossFit games here. We're talking about qualifying athletes to the CrossFit games. And so I think that we need to make sure that the playing field is level. The sta CrossFit has to have the confidence to put out the standards in a clear and easy to understand way. You have to remember this is seven semifinals on six continents with dozens of different languages that athletes are speaking. These should be extremely simple and easy to understand standards. In the case of the final test, if you, if you looked at the whole field of play, there was a big amount of space from the second red line to the finish line. I think very clear standard, move both those red lines three feet forward. So there's enough space between the dolomer and the first one so that athletes can stand and the bag can be there. And the standard should have been the bag starts behind the line and finishes over the line, period. Don't make it any more complicated than that. Make it easy on yourself. I did. I did like it in that sprint at the end in the last event that they made it that just the bag has to go over the line. Yeah, and it's because and that's or, why. It's or else someone would have thrown it. Or, or else someone would have thrown it over the line, and they would have had to call him back and be like, "Hey, your feet weren't over first. That right. would have been so, so that, stupid. The finishing rule was great. It was very yeah. clear. Yeah, the yeah. starting very rule should good. have been the same and just as clear. The athlete yeah. in the bag. Well, the, just say the bag. The bag starts behind the line and finishes over the line. Period. On the legless rope climbs, they had a similarly, similarly, in my opinion, un, unnecessarily confusing standard. At the bottom, the hands clearly had to be below the red. But at the top, they had to be at or above the red. Just eliminate the word at. There was a foot and a half of space up there. Hands both clearly below. Hands both clearly above. Hands both clearly below. 
Or, or, or to be honest, I would do it the other way. I would do it both. Uh, one hand has to be above and one hand has to be at on both sides. And the reason why is just because the ref might not be able to see what's going on up there. But either way, make it consistent. Consistent, yeah. Right. Uh, Halpin, um, uh, just some, a tidbit of information. The issue with that sled is that when it turned, it can pull under itself. So what does that mean, Brian? The, the athletes would get to the end and, and – fuck, we're so off subject. And you would have to rotate the sled 180 degrees yourself as the athlete. Okay. And as the sled's rotating, this can happen. So now it's folded up underneath so that when it pulls, it's getting caught on itself. Okay. And then okay. if you, and so now you have a choice if you've folded it up under itself, you can go out on the field and try to lift up the weight and flatten it out, which will make the pull a lot easier. Or you can try to pull it like that, but the friction is increased and it makes every pull harder. So you don't actually the, turn the sled around by the carpet. You just, you just yank the rope and, and force it around is what people were doing. Oh, some shit. of the judges weren't letting their people go fix it. Like some were letting them fix it. And some said, no, you can't fix it. We got that from athletes said they wouldn't let me go fix it. Um, someone to, oh wait, someone's telling me which peptides to shoot. Uh, uh, seven BPC one, five, seven and TB 500. Good peptide combo. Okay. We got three semifinals coming up this week. I, I, my elbow, my my bicep, not my elbow. My bicep uh, is fucked up. I got to get it fixed. Because is it your right one? Uh, uh it's my left one. Hmm. Lucky. <laughs> uh, I know what you did there. Uh, what? There's some. I think someone said something mean about me here. Uh, what? Uh, where is that? Um, oh, here. Okay. Kenneth the lap. I don't act like you care about being on subject just because Brian is here. I'm fine. Okay. Fine. Like, that was insincere. You're right. Okay, uh, one one more quick thing uh, before we go to uh, North America West Week Two semifinals. Uh, what's the other one? Oceana and what's the third one? South, South America. America. South America. Okay, I'll do South America right now. Gee's gonna win. Um, the these ladies here. Let me scroll down a little bit. Uh, sorry, Annika. Uh, see you next year, uh, Alexis. Wow. So the women's field's kind of deeper, man. Like the well, look at we, that. Look at six to seven's points gap. We talked about this. Yeah. But oh, seven, you mean? Oh, right, right, right. We talked right. seven about it five minutes ago. You forgot. Right, <laughs> right, right. Uh, okay, yeah. This is scroll up to the top. This is what because Alexis Raptus and Paige Powers are not in the same uh, category. Sydney Wells. Love Sydney Wells. Excited she's there. But so the yeah. athletes one through six on the women's field, all of yeah. them are top ten contenders for the games in North America East. Yeah. That's a total. The, what you saw from those six athletes through this weekend is some of the best women in the world. And I think that we're going to, some of the times they set on some of these workouts will be competitive, if not hold up across the next two weeks. If you want to do your little um, experiment here, like I did with the men, seven through 11 is where we should look because this is a totally different caliber of athlete than those top six. Hey, um, everyone's, uh, all the women in the world are freaking out, right? About Emma Carey. Like everyone's like, oh, well, they shouldn't be her and Danielle Brandon. They're like, fuck, the games is done. No, I mean, Emma Carey, as we talked about in the buildup, she has shown it two years ago that she has the capacity to win a semifinal. And, you know, if she made it with Emma Lawson there and Danielle Brandon and Alexis Raptus and Paige Powers, I mean, geez, Louise. So last time that she was in a position to do that, the best athletes that she was beating was Mal O'Brien and Ariel Lowen. And that oh, was before okay. Mel O'Brien was of the caliber that she, that we knew she has potential now. Now she's beaten Daniel Brandon, who is a legitimate podium contender. She's beaten Emma Lawson, who's a legitimate podium contender. She's beaten Amanda Barnhart, who's had several top 10 finishes at the games. Alexis Raptus, who's coming off a top 10 finish of the games. Paige Powers, who beat Emma Carey at Wadapalooza. 
and she just beat all of them. So yes, this is this is the best version we've seen of Emma Carey yet, but I don't think it's a surprising version. Like you have to keep in mind, she, we knew she had this potential. We still need to see her show it over the totality of a CrossFit Games test. So just because she won this this semifinal does not necessarily mean that I'll pick her to beat every one of these women at the games. Well, you'll be making a mistake. This this is ridiculous. I'll make right a here. bet with you right now that Emma Carey does not beat all five of those women at the games. That at least one of them beats her. At, at the, those uh, at the CrossFit Games. Yeah. Oh, done. You what, the bet? Yeah. What would you? What, what do you think her hole is? You don't think she's strong enough? Uh, you, you saw something in one of the workouts. No, I mean, look at her finishes there. Oh, what were her lowest finishes? Ten. Who do you who uh, do you think's gonna who do you think's gonna ten. beat her? Who do you think's gonna beat her? Lost. Well, were those workouts three and four where she was tenth? Oh, sorry. So you scroll up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, Linda and uh, Max Snatch. And then eighth on workout six. So I would say that most likely her upper body pressing gymnastics is a, is an area that she has some uh, to improve on, and. The, the max snatch test, um, I actually think in a different format of, of snatching, she might do better than this relative to the field. I think she could probably snatch 200 pounds plus. I think she probably made a good decision by not going for it. Think of, um, I was, I was uh, thinking about this with Jason Hopper. You know, Jason's a decent runner. Like he's a pretty good runner and he took his worst finish on the second half of that workout. And he did a 295 snatch and then a 305 snatch. Like that's a lot of, and then you have a two minute forced within, within rest like that. 30 seconds of each other too. And then you have a forced rest after that. And look, what happens to the body after a maximal effort. And then you're forced to come down from it is kind of weird. And I was kind of wondering if maybe he wasn't able to push on that run because of the back-to-back heavy snatches, his finishes ended up being first and 12th, which I think scores better than Emma's 10th and second in terms of total points or I think her 10th and second score is better, I mean. So maybe the choice to not go for an extra snatch. So I'm not too worried about her snatch there. So if there was a any any perceived hole relative to her other elite fitness, maybe it's and upper body push-ups. pressing gymnastics. Uh, or, well, did the you upper say, body did pressing. You say pre- pressing? Like the, oh. Yeah, the dumbbell band and the, and the handstand push-ups are probably the two biggest weaknesses relative to her nearest competitors. Hey, what Ryan has going on here, I think I cracked a code on this. Danielle Brandon is overrated. I I think it comes down to this 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 uh, this trust that there's this why like she's clearly not overrated, right? Oh, why no, Savon? Of course, that's ridiculous. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's clearly not overrated, but people still want to say stuff like that because they don't trust. They don't. They they can't trust their eyes, right? She's you just picture her at the at, at the at the at the bar with Justin Bieber. Uh, well, I mean, I don't, I don't want to speak out of, uh, without checking this, but I'm just going to, uh, we'll just check it right now. I mean, let's look at her finishes the last three seasons in quarterfinals, 14th, 6th and 12th worldwide in semifinals, second, first and third. And at the games, sent, uh, 11th and fourth. I mean, crazy. it's pretty consistent. She's answered a lot of questions. She's one of the, I think she's one of the top five women in the world and, Anyone who disagrees with that, I think, would have a hard time based on the data making an uh, argument against me. Yeah, I think I think she'll get top five in the games this year, but I also think Emma Carey is going to be beat her. Week two. Uh, okay. Where are we? Um, let's start with South America. Okay, that's easy. We we'll knock that out. 
I think that the men is fairly straightforward. And Savon, who's going to win the women's? Without uh, looking. Uh, Campos. <clears throat> that was pretty she good. Went, Thank you. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, she's going teams. I was like, fuck. Look at me. I'm working. I'm working docs right now. I'm working docs. Uh, I see the dudes. Where are the women below them? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we Do go. you like that better with the women below, or would you prefer the women on top? I'm. Uh, I prefer the women on top. <laughs> we can change it for week three. Thank you. Uh, okay, we'll start with the women. Okay. Um. Uh. This is South America. They do CrossFit there too. If you didn't know, and they get to send two people to the CrossFit Games, and that will be decided who they are uh, this weekend. Ryan, John. Oh, and Sevon. I'll pick Victoria Campos. Let's go straight to two. I don't know who Luis uh, Marquez is, but how could you bet against Sasha Nevis? Um, right? Mayhem athlete, been around forever. I wouldn't. Olympic, I mean, she's Olympic pretty lifting. young. They're all pretty young. I wouldn't say that they've been around forever, but Sasha Nevis is definitely more well-known than Luisa Marquez. Uh, Luisa Marquez is a mayhem athlete. She was actually at CrossFit Mayhem training while I was there. She spent a few a weeks to a month, maybe maybe months training there this year. And um, she's quite good. She's, I think she's only 20, maybe 21 years old. She can snatch over 200 pounds. She's short. I think the running will be difficult for her. But uh, the gymnastics and the weightlifting, she should be pretty good. Um, basically, the, I think Victoria Campos is the class of this field. I think John would agree with that. And athletes two through five on our list are the same. Just the order is different. And I would be surprised if anyone other than one of those four women takes the second spot. Uh, overall, I think that this was like one of the harder picks to make for the second spot for the South American women um, in the, in the, uh, the continents that get less spots to the games. But I, you know, I think that uh, this woman is better than most people know. I think I had her, I think I picked her last year to make it and she finished third or fourth. There was a, a drug failure that affected the leaderboard a little bit there, but I think when that person was removed, she was either third or fourth. Um, she's going to be in the mix and I think she's got a great chance to make it. Are those bugs? At first, I thought that was rain. I think that's bug. Oh, snow. Okay. Oh, it's her first time seeing snow. Shit. Look at her. Okay. Uh, but, but John, is he just picking her because he knows everyone's going to pick Sasha Nevis? She kind of looks like Stephanie Cohen here. There's a result. A little bit. Why is uh, uh, Why is Brian picking her? Holy cow! Look at those lads. I mean, hey, she's uh, got she's go she's got games experience. Three times uh, CrossFit Games teen athlete. <laughs> Well, I mean, she's an up-and-coming athlete in South America. Uh, like, everybody gets up on the teens in North America. I think he's just seeing that she's improving every year, and she hasn't stopped improving. So he thinks this is going to be her breakthrough to the games. And honestly, she'll probably take the mantle from Victoria Campos after a couple of years. I think that's what he's thinking. I pick Sasha just because she's Roman's workout partner, and I figure it'll rub off on her. She's Roman's workout partner? Mm-hmm. Where? In Mayhem. No, she's not. Victoria Campos is. That's, oh. Never mind. Never, you're right, 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 right. I, got, I got the message. Lasha Nieves left Cookville like uh, nine months but, ago or something. Luisa Marquez replaced her there. So he's picking Sasha Nieves because yeah. he thought she was Luisa Marquez, who's yep. Roman's training partner. So are you, cha- <laughs> so are you changing your pick? <laughs> if, if that's the case, then absolutely. I don't know a lot about South America. Uh, so 
This, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll go to Brian on that. I, honestly, Victoria Campos is the only person that matters. And then the other five, I just went off of the numbers. I don't really know much about them. He knows much more about South America. Uh, well, that was a uh, very good. That was an exhaustive look at the uh, female competition in South America. Uh, boy, I am exhausted from that. You guys know a lot about South America. And uh, to the boys, uh, Brian and John both pick Guy. Is it really like that? Oh, that was fascinating in the article, by the way. I had no idea. So Augustine Raquel may beat Guy Malheros uh, at the 2021 semifinals. I had no idea. So what yeah, happened? What happened? How did Guy pass him up? <clears throat> Has Guy become so dominant? He, he said that he was out of shape then, or he was he wasn't like full fitness uh, during that competition. And Augustine Raquelme has not really gotten the credit for how good he is. I think um, I think he's better suited for the semifinal than the games field. But he got an invite like late, really late to the games last year, and I like that. It's it's difficult when that happens. Um, I I think. These two guys are clearly the best two in South America. There is, you know, there's always a chance that there's someone coming. But when we look at this list, there's no one on this list that I've not heard of. Every one of these guys is improving. It's just I still think Guy and Augustine are getting better too. And I, and absent something really strange happening, um, it's hard for me to see anyone taking one of the two spots. You think Guy's getting better? I do. Then seventh at the games? Uh, that doesn't, he does, you know, that's, there's a lot of factors in that, right? Cause there's other men that can also be improving at a different rate. There can be other men in or out of the field that were, that weren't there last year. Um, I think that I believe that the version of Guy that we'll see at the games this year will be a fitter version than we saw last year. Do you think he'll beat seventh at the games? I'll talk about Ever. that once I see the full games field. I do think, I think there's a chance this year. I don't think so. Do you think it's hard to know how good Guy is uh, when he comes to the games as opposed to other people because we don't see him compete against other people? I know they all do the same workouts, but we're not getting to see him, you know, smashed in between uh, Roman and Adler. I mean, there are certain workouts that regardless of where you do them, like, you know, we'll be able to, you know, you could say like, oh, well, maybe there's like two to five percent if he was in a, a competitive race in the field that he might have excelled on a specific workout here or there. But, you know, I, what I'm excited to see is is event five, how well he does on the on the running there after doing a heavy lift. I'm excited to see how he does on the final workout. It's like a four to five, you know, a four minute time domain where you got to push pretty hard. And if he's able to keep up a high level of intensity for that entire thing. And the first workout where he's got to go long. I know that the weightlifting matters, but he still has to do the 3000 bike, 2000 run, 1000 ski. So those are the ones I'm looking at. I'm not too concerned with his uh, gymnastics and his, um, his weightlifting. I, you know, it's, it's the aerobic domain that he has to prove himself in. If, if he is actually going to be better than he's been in the past, I know he's been working on it and um, you know, we will see, but I, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily come away from semifinals and say, Oh man, yeah, Guy is definitely better or definitely worse than we thought. Yeah, the test for him is at the games. Uh, Guy is not beating seventh. Uh, I agree with you 100%, Mason Mitchell. Listen, there's this book called Black Snowflake. If you uh, want to make the best of your life, go read that book. If anyone gives a shit what anyone else thinks about them uh, in your pursuit to being great, then then you're fucking wasting energy. And I think, uh, I, honestly, I think a lot of these ding-dongs are lost. I think a lot of these ding dongs are lost in reading and listening to what other people are saying, and uh, I suspect uh, I suspect Guy has a healthy uh, phone habit too. Uh, Audrey, uh, I think he's amazing. Don't get me wrong. I just think that 
uh, getting married. All he, He's distracted. He, he's distracted. Uh, Audrey, uh, Brian is an AI bot. Um, uh, Tyler, with a very important question, who is popping in roids uh, in South America? Um, and there was one more down That's here. That's just the team athletes. Just Okay, just teams. Okay, who cares about that? Uh, James Townsend, Sevon, I need a Heather Gray CEO shirt. What's Heather Gray? Is that a typo? No, it's a typo it's a- gray. Oh shit. Okay. Uh send me your uh uh text me your address and it will be there and with your size and um consider it done. Thank you, Mr. Townsend. I'd be honored for you to put it on. And I'm gonna send you one size too small, if you know what I mean. Get you bulging. We'll okay. do Oceana next. So none of these other guys have a chance. What about Kaike uh, Cerveni? Do we only know him because of the the nature of his first name is so close to that derogatory slur? No, I mean he's. I think he's a top five guy down there. I, he competes at Wadapalooza the past two years, so we have some data on him. Um, he's good. It's just you know he and Augustine, I think, are the class of this field. And like I said, unless there's something unusual, an injury, um, you know, they they run into an unexpected slowdown on one of these uh, you know workouts similar to what you know that i, I think they pop for really roids they pop for roids you think it's possible augustine like has a really really bad snatch and that pushes him down below kaike or, or somebody I will, else i will say that you know there's he's a he's a smaller guy snatching is not his best thing there are some difficult uh things for him um this weekend but he also has a chance to you know have several top three finishes and i think his overall fitness will still prevail God, now the show gets serious. Uh, we go to Australia. At first, uh, no no Tiatumi. She is coming back. She claims she's coming back. She's already stated she's coming back. Uh, when she does come back, will she be competing in this region? At what point does she become uh, American? I think she has a, an American exemption. She does? Is that true, Brian? Because they live in... And, and I ask this because it's going to be important for us to get kind of excited about the future of this... Um, Oh, oh shit! Look at Brian making a fucking last minute audible. Uh, it doesn't reflect what I posted this on my article. I I just I must have pulled it from somewhere else. There we go. Wow. Oh, I'm trying. Well, damn, uh, Susan, we need to get Caitlin Van Zeel on. The fuck is that? How is that? She keeps dropping through the cracks. Okay. What's What's Caitlin doing that makes you so impressed with her? Oh, hold on one second. Before I, I just like the way she looks. Um, so is Tia gone? Is Tia not ever? He thinks you were asking him. Oh, 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 sorry. Uh, That's right. That was stupid of me. Uh, hey, what? Um, is is Tia gone? Do we never worry about her competing in Oceana again? These girls, she's now going to compete in North America. Um, most likely, but we, but we don't know, and the rules always have the chance to change. But she has the same exemption that Katrin's daughter got. I think she would qualify for it if she applied for it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So now the big dog in Oceana is Ellie Turner, and the, and yet she may be gone next year. Correct. Mm-hmm. She may qualify for North America. Holy shit! Hey, could she go both ways? Let's say she sees, wow, the girls in Australia suck. I'm I'm staying there. I mean, if I was her, obviously, right now your your area of focus should be on doing your taking care of business this weekend, but. Right. Look at we'll get to the women's field in North America West. It's a it's not there's it's 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 tougher than people think. And there are a few women that op, that opted to go there when they had maybe a, a choice to go somewhere else. And I think that you know one or two of them might be in for a rude awakening that that is not a guaranteed path to the games. So, so there will be people who can choose which one they go to. 
Isn't that well, interesting? I mean, we've, we've spoken about this before. I, I personally think that this is something CrossFit needs to ask themselves in the off season. You know, in the case of someone like a Bailey rail is a great example. You know, she is, uh, she lives in Cookville, Tennessee with Tyler Christopher. And now there were people this weekend that were asking me, uh, where's Bailey Tyler's here. Where's Bailey. I think she still has an address in Missouri from when they used to live there. Or maybe she used her parents. Her family. Yeah. Her parents live there. And that's West of the Mississippi. I don't think that that like, you know, I don't think that's in the spirit of the rule. I, you know, because of the way the rule was written, she was able to, to do that this year, but I don't think that was the intent when CrossFit put that rule there. It's like, you should be competing where you live in, in, in North America and where he resides needs to be where you compete. Yeah. And so basically where you sleep at night. Yeah. I, I personally think that should be the rule for everyone. You know, while it's still, it is like, like I see Katrin in the North America Westfield and I'm like, dude, she's European. Like I want to see her compete in Europe, but she does live in Idaho. Like right, that's not, right. and everyone knows that. So right. I don't have a problem with it. Same way as right. Ellie Turner. I would not have any problem with her competing in the West because she lives there. Like she's right. there. 365 days of the year she's there the only reason she's not is because CrossFit's making her fly across the world to do this and she wanted to compete there it's um, where you bone you could say where you bone too yeah and the, and and i know the convert okay well, and i know the conversations or the or the justifications for having the, the rules the way that they are um but i think first you know i think this is like better to make it simpler you know where are you living? Where, where are you getting mail? Where are you training? And wherever that is, is where you should be competing. I just say, trust their word on it. Where, where do you mostly sleep? And then just, if, if they lie, they have to live with the lie. That's it. Okay. Uh, Ellie Turner. I, I love it that you have it on her on the top of the, the heap. Uh, is, is she, is she, is she secure over Jamie Simmons? What happened? Is she guaranteed? No, but no, but, I think, it's but is she guaranteed to go? For me, and John can weigh in on this, uh, I think that Jamie and Ellie are better than everyone else over there. Okay. And I think they'll be in a battle for first and second. Um, and it, I, I'm guessing he feels similarly. Why does, he, why does John have Caitlin Van uh, Zeal down at sixth? Well, you, you want to talk about and why do you first? have her above Madeline Sturt? Isn't Madeline Sturt just like a proven fucking... <clears throat> just a proven athlete, no pun intended? I uh, pick one athlete and ask John about her. Okay, Madeline. How, how is Madeline not in the top three? Why do you have Laura Clifton ahead of Madeline, uh, Madeline Sturt? Did she go to the games last year, Madeline Sturt? No. That's why I don't have her in this. Wait, I, wait, I wait, almost wait. I, ask. You have to. You have to back up your. Did she go the year before? I, I don't know. Yes. No. Oh. And 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 Savan was Laura Clifton at the games last year? No, I don't know. Was she? she was, but she was on a team. Did she go to the games the year before? I don't know. Yes, she? she beat Madeline Sturt to get to the games in 2021. Oh, shit. I, I just so, think Madeline Sturt, I think Madeline Sturt's semifinals last year were absolutely insane, even though she didn't make it. She had an insane final event. And I think that she uh, she's working out with, uh, I think she's probably reinvigorated knowing that uh, she has to go. They got the new gym with Ed J. Crouch's joint. Uh, I, I just, I, th I think she's going. No, what Brian said about Ellie and Jamie is true. They, they are kind of like a cut above. And then I just picked Laura because she's a bigger girl. And these event, the events so far in semifinals have favored bigger people. Um, I think she'll pull the sled. 
better than everybody else that she's competing against as far as Caitlin Van Ziel and Emily DeRoy and Madeline Stewart. Um, I think she'll do good on the lifting and I think she'll do good on the bike, toes to bar, uh, sandbag carry. Like I, I just think the, the semifinal events have favored bigger people. At least they did in week one. And I think I put them all in the same category, those next four people. And that's why I picked Laura. Do you know Caitlin Van Zyl? No, I don't. Like personally? Yeah. I, I don't no. think anyone's beating her on test one. I don't think anyone's beating her on test seven. We'll see. I don't. Why? Do you think, why? You think she, because she, is she a great, good runner? What, what, why do you say that? Yeah. Good. I mean, she is. It wasn't she a track, about is she a track run, athlete? Is she a track athlete? No, no, no. She's, um, uh, is she a track athlete? I don't know. Okay. She's great on the machines. She's big. She's t- she's tall. She's strong. Um, she's powerful. And I think that these these workups line up really really great for her. As you saw, I had had I had had Madeline Sturt ahead of her prior to the um, the workouts coming out. And the thing like you like do not count Madeline Sturt out. She missed the games last year by a handful of points or less. I think it was three or four points. And the three women that beat her took first place, seventh place, and eighteenth place at the games. The last two times that Madeline Sturt made the games, I believe she was 19th and 22nd or something like that. And that makes sense with, you know, Ellie Turner being the one who just barely edged her out, finishing 18th. I think that Madeline Sturt certainly could have been in the top 25 at the games last year. This, you know, I think that this is just a case where there are four or five games athletes still in this field, even without Tia and Kara, and only three of them can make it. I think that this is, this is a year that's been going great for Catlin. She's really, really seems to be in a great place with the coaching that she has um, from Justin Kotler. And I think that this weekend sets up really well for her. I wouldn't, you know, I, I won't be surprised or upset if Madeline beats her out, but I, I am giving the slight edge to Catelyn here. Oh, so your reason for looks strong. is the same as mine for Laura. Yeah. I think how, how old is this a girl? better version of Laura. How old is this girl? Who? This Caitlin girl. She's like 27, eight. She has she, two kids already. Look at her. Oh, fucking she's thirty-one. Hand. She's thirty-one. Look at her hand on her son. She's like part alien. Yeah, this is the real deal. This is a genetic freak, I think. I mean, she's good. You know, she's she she's been competing in the team division, so you, people haven't necessarily gotten to see her. Um, Wait a second, Laura, the team division? She's been around team, that long. Team, no, oh, team, oh, oh, team. Oh, 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 oh. Her team. Was I, I don't think she's ever been. Too. She's never been to the games as an individual. Right, hey dude, she's big. Died. She's big. This is a big human being. She's like Taylor Williamson, then, and has always mm-hmm. just went to very similar, very similar in build and uh, and yet yeah, career up to this point. Yeah, she's like she's kind of a per- perfect. She's big, but she's tall and holds well. How tall is she? What is she like five nine? Uh, let's check the stats. I have them up here. Um, God, I feel I feel like 171 centimeters. I don't know what that is. Someone, someone will do it in the chat. Hey, this is like if checking out the athletes like this is like go. I feel like we're like uh, at an auction to buy a horse. I don't know. That one looks like it could run pretty fast. How is this she is with a, legless rope climbs? A great, great question. I don't see any um, rope climbs in her in her in her videos. That's not a good sign. <laughs> well, I think that you're gonna. I think what you're gonna see uh, after. I, I, after Ellie and Jamie, I think what you're gonna see is uh, some jockeying for position on the leaderboard. Uh, event by event. Like I said, I think she's going to win test one. I think she'll do okay in test 
two, but a lot, you know, like maybe 10th, 12th, something like that. Um, test three, I think she'll do well. Moderate weight stuff uh, for high volume reps is something she's really good at. Test four on the, uh, is the heavy snatch. I think she'll do again, like maybe eighth to ten, eighth to 12th. The running part of that, I think she'll do better than that. The test six is the biggest question mark for her. Test seven, I think top one or two on that. So I think you'll, and, and Maddie Sturt will be um, potentially the opposite, right? So she may not do as well on test one, but she should do better on test two. She should do better on test six, not as good on test seven. So I think that there'll be a lot of bouncing back and forth and you're going to end up with something similar to what we saw with the women in North America West, which is at least spots three and four and possibly spots three through six or seven are going to be, you know, within, you know, one to three dozen points of each other. Um, there are a lot of young and talented women in Australia. So the rest of the women on this list from Emily DeRoy to Gemma Hawk, to Georgia Pryor to Grace Walton, Brianna Chalice, like all of those women are talented and up and coming. Uh, and, they, and each of them, I think will have a standout performance, at least one standout performance where you take note of them if you're watching that semifinal. But at the end of the day, for me, the top four are the top four and three of them will go to the games. Uh, J Jake Chapman, my wife is five foot nine and built like a brick shit house. By the way, this comment has nothing to do with anything except that Jake's wife is built like a brick shit house. She's an Olympic athlete and had two kids by 30 hard worker and she bangs like a champ. All right. Well, by the way, awesome. she did say in her response that her weakness is her pulling strength. And so the, you know, the, the oh. rock muscle up and the legless rope climbs will be a challenging. Um, we did see this past weekend that you can, you know, you can have a bad performance and bounce back from it, but, um, you know, she's, she's going to have to manage those things. Well, Sean M a very valid question. Is she good at getting slapped in the back of the head? Of the rock? Was that happening? Uh, they have the it, hip it belts can there. happen, but, yeah. uh, so they have the hip belts there. And if you, you, if you've tightened the hip belt, well, it shouldn't happen. But, um, I, what, what many of the, athletes were choosing to do is to loosen the hip belt when they got to the burpee box jump so they could breathe and if you loosen it a little bit then it does have the chance to slide up now there is a little bit of padding in the ruck at the top that you know see so the like the soft part of the ruck might be hitting you with not a lot of force but that's kind of athlete to athlete decision there because uh you don't if you tighten it it should not hit you in the head um john uh, this is a question for both of you but i'll start with you john uh, john are you surprised at how adamant brian is is that she's going to win workouts one and seven and yeah are you for, yeah i, me too. I think you don't too. i i don't i think i don't think she'd be ellie i'm not well i'm just surprised because i don't normally see brian be that adamant about a, a, a victory and brian are you is that the most sure you are about any one in any of these divisions we're going to hear today like, is there something that is there another athlete know, you're like, fuck yeah. Colton's for I sure think, winning uh, that. Brent Fikowski is going to win event one. I'm, I've, I'd bet anything on. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have, I mean, we, you never know. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have bet on Dallin Pepper to beat both Jason and Roman in test seven. Oh, he murdered that workout. Oh uh, yeah. Flawless. Who, who, who won, who won it? Who won test seven? Dallin Pepper. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, he was the, man the most consistent athlete in the field last week. Nothing worse than a ninth. Adler had nothing worse than a tenth. Hopper had nothing worse than a twelfth. Dude, Down's gonna win the CrossFit Games in our lifetime. <laughs> oh, in our lifetime. Yeah, yeah, that was an uh, egregious statement. What was? I said that was not an egregious statement oh, that oh, you oh. laughed at. I thought he said meant this year. Uh, okay, here we go. D no fighting, boys. Um, uh, um, stand up for me whenever you want, John. Um, okay. Uh, the men in Oceania, uh, 
personal favorite of the podcast, Jay Crouch. I don't know who Jake Douglas Douglas is. I don't know who Bailey Martin is. It sounds like a girl's name. Uh, I don't know who William Kearney is. Ray's, uh, Ray's something. Reese. Reese. And then Jay, down in fifth is James Newberry. He's oh, I know. He's my bet for not making it through the weekend. James he's Newberry. Kind, he's kind of a wild card. Matt, huge James wild card. Newberry is like, like you never know what you're going to get with him. He, he, we don't even know if he's taking CrossFit seriously. He could be running an Ironman next week. Um, you think he'll, he, does he pull out? Has he pulled out before? I mean, if you're this, if if you're training specifically to compete in CrossFit, you should be prepared for this test and be able to to last the weekend. But if you're not. You know, and like John said, his interests are diverse between his business, the other physical pursuits that he engages in, which is, I mean, as we've talked about this before, as just a like versatile athlete across the full spectrum of what that means, he's in some, in some ways he's in a league of his own, but, um, he's still, he's still great at CrossFit. And in, if, you know, we'll see if he lasts the whole weekend. Yeah. I think he'll be in the mix, but I also think of the athletes here that, you know, if there was a guy who I was going to try to say, might not make it through the weekend for whatever reason. James is as good a bet as any. Uh, uh, Shells HD. Uh, Dallin has no chance of winning the games. Medeiros will eat him for breakfast. I mean, this year for sure. I, I think I agree with you, but I'm telling you, Dallin is the is. I, I see the. Yeah, I, I I didn't lit, hear you out completely there. This year, I would I would laugh at that comment, but for uh, his entire career, I do think that there's you know he has the the characteristics of a games champion. Uh, Jay Crouch uh, for sure, number one, like uh, levels above the rest. I think so. Yeah, I think probably the biggest runaway men or women in any field anywhere. Should we get used to seeing these names um, uh, with with uh, Baden Brown and, and and Royce Dunn gone and well, Baden's uh, who, not there and, well, and Ricky Garrard gone? Should we get used to seeing these names? Well, Jake Douglas is thirty two. A lot of these other guys are like ten years younger than him. Bailey Martin's twenty three. Peter Ellis is twenty one. Luke Fowler's twenty three. So those guys, yes, I think those guys are coming and will be relevant in this part of the world for a while. Keep in mind, Ricky Garrard will you know, be in this field also uh, in future years. Um, and Jay Crouch is young. So as, if the, as long as they have three spots, you know, feels to me like Ricky and Jay are going to be taking those for a long time. But um, And Jake Douglas, I think this is his best chance. At 32 years old with no Ricky, no Royce, no Baden, no Khan, this is an, an amazing opportunity for him. He's big and strong. He's been getting uh, he's been getting fitter and fitter. The gymnastics test will be the big question marks for him, but I think there's enough in his favor to kind of offset that that he's a good bet to make it. And uh, Bailey Martin, we saw last year. I mean, he I think it was on test one, which which had like ring muscle ups, long running, and a lot of other things. I think he was um, pr- extremely impressive in that. John, you might correct me if I'm wrong. I thought it was the handstand push ups last year that really killed his chances to make the games. And mm-hmm. so, you know, he's going to have to answer that pressing question with the. How is he with leg, legless rope climbs? Is he good? Is he? It's like if he struggles at that too, I mean, somebody might pull up, pull away with it. I, I, I kind of like Jay, Jay's ahead of everybody by a lot, and then I feel like Jake Douglas is almost in a tier of his own too. I think Jake Douglas is going to be really good this this uh, semifinal weekend. I, I think just the events line up really, really well for him. He was second in the down under championship which everybody in Australia does uh, in the winter was Jay Crouch. and He was second. So I, I almost put him in a tier above the rest of the other guys too. And then the third spots just, I think can be anybody's game. Obviously Newberry has, it has been fit enough, but we don't know what he's, 
about. Yeah, I mean, Bailey Martin last year, he was third on the regional Legos rope climb workout. So I think that that's Sorry, fine. good there. But he was 20th on strongman Diana that had strict handstand pushups. So that's, you know, that to me, that's the big test for him. And like we saw with um, one of the women in the North America, uh, like Emma Carey, like sometimes that pressing translates horizontal to vertical. So for me, Bailey Martin's biggest questions are the dumbbell bench and the strict wall facing handstand pushups. Uh, two things, uh, Hector. I'm going to come back to your question, uh, Sean. Um, uh, if Ricky Khan, Jay Royce were competing, that would be tough. I I think that Jay and Ricky are. Yeah, and, and Baden Brown. And don't count. You know, don't. Forget Bade, yeah. he's, he's always. His but, but you don't think you don't think Jay. You don't think like Ricky's in his own league, and then Jay's in his own league, and then Baden and and. And yeah, I mean, this is what we talked compete. about last year with the, with all those guys in the field. We're like, it's Ricky and Jay at, at the semifinal level. Jay has proven to be on par with Ricky. Now, maybe Ricky would have elevated this year, but Jay beat him last. Didn't he beat him last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Ricky so, was like, second. those two are still the the class of the field at the Torian Pro. I if every one of those guys was taking this test, I think I would probably <sighs> say it's between Royce and Baden for the third spot. Uh, I'd wh- probably say Royce too, just with because event event one. This test not what we thought. What we I mean, thought. He's one of the best be. snatchers in the world. He's good at the high school gymnastics. He's got you know he he he'd pulled the sled, handled the sled. He'd be high on the bike, bike, sandbag, no problem. Like these would have been a great slate of tests for him. Yeah. Oh, um, will Dallin be the first Diane, athlete to win the I mean, games? Linda. And he's good at ring muscle ups. He's good at ring muscle. Yeah. It's not like that. That work. He might be. He might give Jay a run for his money. And be honest. With I am you. kind uh, of. But actually, now that we're talking about, it, I'm kind of with this that Royce with this slate of events. Like he had a shot at winning. Uh, will Dallin be the first athlete to win the games coming from the kids' division? Has no one from the kids' division won the games? Is that Mal was going to be the first one? Okay, all right, and interesting. Nah. Uh, good question. There's a lot of good questions down here. Uh, I've been away for a few days. Is there re- any reason that day four? Uh, is that really? Is that really you in that picture? Um, this is no, this is guy, something the, that I, yeah, I don't have an answer to, and I would like to find an. I'm trying to find an answer to that. It's so. still not up. It's still not up, but it's on I Twitch. Today, okay, that is weird. Uh, Jake Chapman, uh, do you think Brooke will be the only top tier athlete not to make it? Do we know what happened to Brooke? Did she get hurt? To, so this is what I'll say about Brooke Wells. She yeah. definitely like her foot is definitely injured, and it's and I think that what she did on test four, five, six, and seven was extremely extremely impressive and gritty performance uh to me she lost this on linda uh you know i had heard that she had a sub 12 time on linda in practice she won her regional in linda in 2018 she got to the round of five and she was killing it i think her time would have stood up against anyone everyone except for barnhart maybe and that that would have been enough to make her to send her to the games i'm not sure what what happened but you know Upper body pressing and pulling in, you know, when, when you hit the wall in that, you have to be like prepared to handle that situation. What are you going to do if you fail a legless rope climb? What are you going to do if you fail the bench press? What are you going to do if you fail the strict handstand pushup? And think about the scenario there. It was, she was in a heat with, uh, that she wasn't in the top heat at that point in the weekend. So she's competing with 19 other women that have a thimble of notoriety experience and, and credibility to their name compared to her. Everyone's watching. And it was on that tight competition floor where like everywhere you look, it's like if you'd ever been uh, like the first time that the press surrounds you when you didn't expect to be like, you're the girlfriend of a famous boxer. And it's like, and there's just press everywhere. Like that's what I felt like the environment was for her. And it for was Brooke, for Brooke. At the- yeah. And it was like, 
I like I kind of felt bad for her. Like everything was kind of setting in on her. She didn't understand why she was failing this movement, and she kept failing over and over and over again. Um, you know, and do like you mean said, literally like that? Like the attention on her was like that at the event? With just it, the it felt like that. It felt like yeah. every camera and every set of eyes and everything was in, in that heat was on her because there was. You know, she was in. The well, she is team. a super. She's a she's, superstar. I, in, she's in a seasoned athlete. A superstar. Though. Like I know, I, but dude, listen, no Noah Olson, to listen to what Noah Olson said. Noah Olson said, "I don't know why this is my thirteenth time doing this, and I felt more nerves and anxiety this year than ever before. Like, there's no guarantee just because you've done it and done it and done it and done it that that can't happen to you." Yeah, but you is have to every, feel that. Else... You have to feel it happening. You have to feel oh. yourself blowing up and then and then account for it. I'm not excusing it as a as a. I'm just saying, I'm just trying to help people to understand what might've happened to her on that workout. And even though she did have an injury and even show, you know, even though she did have some other not great performances, obviously with the ring muscle up and the ruck wasn't great that I think that that was the moment that actually cost her the game spot compare. And, and I was, I was Linda. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. That yeah. the, what happened to her in the round of five and Linda and how many points that cost her, I think was the difference. And then, like I said, and I think that people should, should not, you know, you should not take it for granted the performance that she put on on test four through seven, given the nature of how of how bad that foot was feeling. And, and I'm guessing that's what we're going to hear from you and Jr. and Taylor as a warning to the athletes. Hey, uh, things like rim di- ring dips, dumbbell bench press. If those go away, you're fucked. You better be fucking paying attention. Look what happened to Brooke Wells at cost her the games. And it's better in that it's pro- it's better in that scenario to just take a full minute and do nothing. Then spend three minutes failing five more yeah. runs. Right. Okay. Uh, I, I, I hope she's okay. That was hard to see, and uh, it was it was pretty lame. Uh, some of the comments people were making in the comments in the chat saying that she's a uh, Instagram athlete. She is fucking Absolutely world. Not. Yeah, she's fucking world class. She took fifth of the games last year. Just something unfortunate happened. Um, okay. Um, uh, there was one more. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Zach Ritter. I saw John at the meetup in Atlanta. Uh, he's a super cute girl, in my opinion. <laughs> is that <laughs> all right? I, I think you said Austin, Texas. It, hey, it, man, there's a guy. There's some guys out oh, there that think you're cute. Oh, Just take it. Right. Yeah, but they have his sex all fucking jacked up. That's that's weird. They, 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 they're good. He he looks nothing like a girl. Okay. He didn't say girl. He said IRL, which stands for in real life. In real life. Oh, yeah. oh, shit. How do I not know stuff like that? Is that uh, from a girl? No. Oh. Well, we, well, we never know. Yeah. I saw John at a meetup in Austin, Texas. He's super cute in real life. Wow. No one's ever said that about me. They, but they said it about John. Oh yeah, here we go. Someone. I wish people could me. figure out if I'm ugly or not because there's so much different opinions. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. Um. Uh. Here we are. Um. Wait. Oh shit! I almost turned off the show. Okay. Back. Back to the spreadsheet here. Um. Uh. So we're done with these guys. Oh shit! And finally we're here. Oh, we got lots of time. We're fucking kicking ass. This is awesome. North America West. This is what we've all been waiting for. Uh, harder or easier for the women than uh, – is this the hardest uh, – uh, how, how many go from here? Ten, which would be nice if you could scroll down to ten so we could see the ten. Okay. There we go. And uh, is this the hardest division, um, hardest way to uh, qualify for the CrossFit Games 
as opposed to Europe, Oceania, or North America East? I think for women, the East, the East is the hardest. Well, we okay. just we just saw the hardest. Ooh, so uh, I, Europe, Europe, what? Well, it depends. The East definitely has the best women at the top, but the but in terms of depth, I'm not so sure. Like what we just saw in the East is that like we talked about eight through fifteen was you know, super small margins. I think we're going to get that again in the West on the bubble. Eight through, but like through what number? 15. Eight through 15, the same thing? Yeah, maybe even like six through 15. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah. But I, I mean, there's more spots to be had though. I would draw a line. I mean, I know we have the same person in six here, but I would draw a line under the fifth place person. I think the top five are better than the rest. And then five, six through 15 here are, you know, pretty comparable. And we have mostly the same women going all the way down to 20. Dude, you know, what's crazy here. The, the best women in the world might not be here. Like the, 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 be- but this is, this is fucking crazy. If you're a CrossFit fan, this is, listen to these names, Ariel Lowen, Alex Gazan, Emily Rolf, Sydney Michalition, Danny Spiegel, Christine Colenbrander, Bailey Rail, Kelly Baker, Katrin David's daughter, Olivia Kerstetter, dude, uh, Rebecca Fuslier, Freya Moosebrugger, you skipped over. Kelly Clark. Oh, yeah, sorry, Freya. I don't know how I did that. Freya Moosebrugger. Dude, this is, cra- this is crazy. Stop scrolling left to right. I don't mean to be. It's my fucking <laughs> mouse. I'm, I'm like fingering it so gently. I'm fingering it so gently, I swear. I have heard that you're very gentle. I'm very I'm caressing. This is crazy. This is going to be awesome. How wow! How impressive that Ariel Lowen. Is it fair to say that um, three years ago, no one would have ever in a million years predicted Ariel Lowen to be at the top to be chosen by the two of you uh, to I'm, win a semifinal? This is nuts. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. It's like uh, they dusted off an better. old dog. It's like they dusted off an old dog and like a like a race car that was in your garage. To polish it up, change the oil, maybe replace a cylinder. Ryan? Absolutely. Yeah. Like no, I mean, what she did, I mean, she's, and she's she went not from nobody old. to a staple. She's a staple. She's not yeah. that old. And we talk about it all the time that like 26 to 28 is kind of the sweet spot. So in 2021, when she made that breakthrough, she was 27. It's just she'd been doing it for a long time and we hadn't seen anything like that from her. Um, it's kind of, you know, it's a, it's a bigger sample size, but it's kind of like Nick Matthew. Like, Right, we knew right. he was good. We didn't know how good. Once he made the games, he's like turned into this totally different beast. And, and, and uh, for Nick, I think he has one more year for me to prove it. But like Ariel's like a staple now. She's like a problem. Like she, she may not win the games, but she's a fucking serious problem. She's going to ruin someone's day. She's going to take points away from someone. For some reason, I'm just not buying the same way I think maybe some people don't buy Daniel Brandon. I'm not buying Nick Matthew yet. I'm still not. I'm. St- I, maybe it's well, different, different. Maybe it's athletes there. Maybe it's irrational. What do you mean, Danielle versus Nick? Yeah, I mean Danielle Brandon should be top five. I think most people would have her in the top five, but it's just closer to five instead of one. Nick Matthew. I mean, I think I don't think is top ten. Mm, oh shit! Okay, that's gonna be fun hearing you and Brian talk about it. Okay, uh, Ariel Lowe and Alex Kazan, you guys both agree. Emily Rolf, uh, Cindy Michalishan, and um, what interesting two similar body types between Cindy Michalishan and Emily Rolf, but perform completely different than each other, right? Com- I mean, completely fucking different. Emily Rolf can run; Sydney could barely walk. <laughs> that's uh, okay. Well, it's Emily Rolf. I love Sydney Michalishan. I love Sydney Michalishan, but 
yeah. in the game amongst games athletes. And oh. it's, and it is the thing that Sydney's working on. Yes. Oh, you said that so nicely. And then, and then, uh, uh, why do you have, where the fuck does Brian have Cindy Mikulishan? Oh, okay. Not too far down. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing her at the games. Uh, Bailey railed. You guys both have her going. You both have her going. She was, you know, she's last really week. fit. Yeah, she's very fit. She trains with Paige Powers. We know how much better Paige has gotten this year. We um, we haven't necessarily seen Bailey do the same thing, but I, I just think back to last year's semifinal. Like, she was extremely steady, extremely consistent. She wasn't a story at all in the weekend because she was basically just in third place the whole time. And I think in this field that a third like, that third place will translate to a sixth or seventh or eighth. But she's going to be. I, I feel like where I feel like probably. I mean. And for, for my rankings, at least, I feel like Christine Kohlenbetter and Bailey Rail are kind of in that group where they're going to be more like like a Noah Olsen was this past weekend, where he's just kind of six or seven the whole time. And we're, because he's not contending for a podium and he's not in jeopardy of a bubble, that we, they don't get a lot of attention, except for when they snatch 225 pounds uh, in Christine's case. But after that is where I think the big question marks start coming into play. And there are some huge and massive questions in the women's field in North America West that to me, like this, the last three spots here were, were my probably my hardest picks in terms of a grouping of athletes. I felt like all the way down to where's my full list there. Why do you guys um, have the two time champ so low Katrin David's daughter? And, and why did you spell her name wrong? That's disrespectful. <laughs> I did not spell her name. Katrin David's diddle. Uh, uh, why do you guys have the two-time champ so low? God, John, what, what, you're such a dick. Where did I'm you guys sorry. lose? Where did you guys lose faith in her? Where, where, where did you guys? Uh, why don't you see her? Um, how do you have specialists like Danny Spiegel above her? Well, how do you, how do you, you say Sydney, Danny Spiegel? How do you have Sydney Mikulishan above Katrin David's daughter? Because well, just think Sydney's about a child. Sydney Mikulishan was second place in her semifinal last year. Katrin David's daughter was sixth. Danny Spiegel, you say she's a specialist, but over the last two years at semifinals, I think she has like eight out of 12 top five finishes or maybe even more than that. Like she does really good in, in semifinal type competitions, especially when three of the seven events are all power output or strength oriented. She's very good at gymnastics, but like she's not elite at gymnastics, but in this field, she will do fine. As far as like the rankings go, she'll be around 10th in those events. And then she's going to win. The snatch. I mean, Christine Colenbrander might give a run for her money, but she's going to be top two. Um, and then she's probably going to be close to winning the sled event just because the cardio machines don't matter anymore. Because and she wasn't actually that is. bad on the machines last year at the at the Granite Games. Anyone, the comment of Danny Spiegel will not make the games is just as ridiculous as someone saying Brooke Wells won't make the games prior to last weekend, and then saying I told you so after the fact. It's like yes, you're not saying that based on any kind of actual statistical or analytical or historical evidence. You're just saying that because either you don't like her or you want to say something to get people's attention. Or or maybe they're concerned about her trip to Saudi Arabia the week before semifinals and her getting yeah, I mean, a that would be maybe the they most, know she, that would be the most valid of any of the things we just listed. Sure. Right. Maybe they think she got some sort of bug and has some explosive diarrhea or something that uh caused her from traveling out of the country. Uh, uh Taylor self uh Danny uh, always nice to see Taylor in the comments the thumb uh, Taylor will have be on a show Wednesday evening. I think it's going to be one of the best shows of the year, by the way. Danny does really well at semifinal uh, level events when the judges don't have the balls to call her shit reps. 
Oh, that's a little harsh. I say it's going to be interesting event too to look at her ring muscle ups with the dip and seeing if she gets any no reps during that little complex because I bet she's riding the line on those. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, um, uh, um, you don't. Sorry, John. You don't think she'll clean that up for the event, like consciously? I think she she hasn't before. Okay, she might for the first round, but when you get tired, you can't clean things up. Ariel had a different last name three years ago. Is that true? She was Ariel Armstrong. That would also explain. I I, I didn't even know that. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Um. Any, any anything uh anything here? You guys uh, just really want. Oh, let's talk about Fuselier. Yeah. Scroll down to so we can see it's like kind of six, Kirst, six through sixteen or whatever. Kerstetter. Oh, how about this? What if Kerstetter doesn't make the games? And she's fine in the teenage division and win it. Yeah. Oh, she can still do that after not. I'll bet you she's already registered for it. No shit. Wow, talk about fucking. Yeah, I mean, we talked about cake Stephen and eat Foster. it too. Right. Okay. Okay. And and I just put uh, Olivia tenth just because I want her to make it. It was literally just because I want it to happen. Trying to will it to an existence. Um, she's. I mean, she's registered for the games in the teenage division. Okay. Okay. And so is Trista Smith, and so is Lucy McGonigal, and they're all competing in semifinals for the individuals as well. I think if they make it, that the crossover will say, which one do you want to compete in? And they'll just transfer their, you know, if it, they'll just transfer their registration fee to the other one and move them to the different leaderboard. Wait, are you, there's a, sorry, uh, that, that just registered. You're, there's another teenage girl in here? Trista Smith, I have her 22nd, John has her 25th. She oh, trains with Justin Medeiros in the CrossFit Vancouver camp. I don't see her. What? Oh, 22nd. And where do you have her, John? 25th. Holy shit. This is our first semifinal. Why are these kids doing this to themselves? Experience. Is, is it smart? Um, How old is she, Brian? I don't know if she's 16 or 17. Whew. That's, I, I mean, I guess Olivia is the same age. Oh, it's Olivia. 17? Mm-hmm. And it's like, even if I click on her thing here, it'll tell me that she's 17, but she could still be 16. That might be 17 when, when the games rolls around. Well, look at this shit. Look at this shit. That, wow. He, wow, he got another fucking up and coming horse. So he got, Neifer has her, Medeiros, and Ellie Turner. Is there, do they have another boy coming up in the ranks too? Anyone? Uh, not that I know of. No, this I don't is, think so. Are these the only two teenagers who are doing the? No, um, Lucy McGonigal is 16 years old, and she's in competing in Europe in week three. Holy cow! Two times CrossFit Games. How did she do in the teens division in the past? Trista. Yeah. <clears throat> Decent, but I don't think winning it. She was second. No, that's not my finals. She was fourth each of the last two years. Uh, does she have? Does she have any chance in hell, or is this? Oh, I wanted to see her climbing up the rope. Does she have any chance in hell? Um, to make the games it? of the individual yeah. field, I yeah. don't think so. Yeah. But but that's but I don't. I like I said. I that's why my answer was she's probably doing this for experience. You know, it's kind of. I know that Haley Adams would have said differently at those times, but when she was going to the the regionals in two thousand, when she was sixteen and seventeen years old, you know that was just good competitive experience to go against women that are older and better than you, and you know come up come with a come away with an opportunity to reflect on where there are big opportunities to improve and learn some just being in that competitive um, environment. And um, dude, this is great. This is, this is, uh, it's, it's crazy to see how far this is. How old did you say this girl is? She's 16. 
Here she 16 is with, 17. She's with Hinshaw, Ellie Turner, Adam Neifer, and Justin Medeiros. Can you, oh. that, that is some crazy fucking experience. Um, she's Such, can we just, I just want to, Taylor Self is just like losing his mind texting okay. about this girl, Emily White. And I, just, I want to address this as a larger scale thing. Where, well, were, tell me where she is first, really quick. John's got her 26, I have her 29. There are athletes like this that are come up and coming in the sport. And what did, getting, was he swearing at you? Was he like, you're out of your fucking mind? Like shit like that? He's just, he really, really thinks that she's a lot better than we're giving her credit for. And okay. she might be, but we don't know. Does he I train her? her um, if he's, he might be training her. I don't know. But, okay. you know, it's, this is what, what, how he's feeling right now is how a lot of people feel. I had people text me last week and say, dude, Samantha Pugh, dark horse for the games. I'm like, wasn't well, close. I had people text me, Austin Hatfield, dark horse for the games. I'm, and he did great. He finished 13th. But the, there wasn't any data to back that up. There's a lot of people like that. And if you happen to know one of these athletes really well, that's great. Reach out to me and don't say dark horse for the games. Say, hey, Emily White is amazing at X, Y, and Z. And these workouts line up really well for her, especially be on the lookout for her here and here. The biggest challenge for her is going to be this. Then I have some kind of an information that can be helpful in communicating to the world why you should know who Emily White or Trista Smith or any one of these other athletes that don't get a lot of publicity are are someone that that the public should know about. That would that's helpful. And I love it if someone sends me that. But if you just say Reggie Foss is going to the games. That all, then all I think is that you train with Reggie Fossa and you hope he makes the games. There's nothing in that that I can do anything meaningful with. Brian has spoken. Yeah. And I want people who know these athletes well to reach out to me because what's, I don't know if you noticed um, last weekend, but you know, when we are featuring athletes on the heats that are broadcast, we, we, we try to pick athletes that you might not know that well. We, <laughs> We try, I tried to feature Nate Ackerman in the lead-up to event number six. He was doing very well. He was in the top 30s. He was in heat four. They, he missed him on the, they missed him on the graphic at the start of the heat, but we got him once they got to the row, and he ended up winning his heat and taking eighth overall in that event. I happened to know Nate, and I knew that he was going to do well on that, that event because people who train with him and know him communicated it to me. So if Emily White's going to do amazing on two workouts this week and she's doing well in ge- well enough in general to be on the coverage, we'll feature on the broadcast and we'll get an opportunity to get an athlete that you believe in, that you're giving us you know, good information on, to get a highlight on. And it, and it helps the viewers. It helps us look good as the broadcast. Like Sending that information to me is great. But don't just say – Dark horse for the games X Y Z with no no information to back it up. Uh, hey, listen for all you knuckleheads who are competing at the at the uh, in events one and three this weekend. You have to do this. You have to go by the table when um, Chase and uh, Adrian or whoever's going to be commentating those events. This is your opportunity. All the people at home want to see you walk by the table after the event. Just go over to the table, even if you took last place. Go over and say hi at the table. Let all of us see you at home. Do it. Swarm that fucking table if you're an athlete after event one and three. After your heat, go over there and say hi. Give chase. Like get some camera time. Go over there. Those of us at home who are watching want to see that. Uh, make it fun. Make it familial. Those events ended up – CrossFit did a great job calling an audible there, broadcasting those events, doing it guerrilla style. The connection wasn't the best. They'll get that figured out in the future, but this isn't the last time we're going to see this. 
They're going to start doing events like this. They may even run two channels. They may even run, if they're smart, a fantastic like that super high-end broadcast, and then they may run a shit one like that one we saw yesterday so those of us who want a little more intimate look can see it. And then they'll have like B team, like John Young commentating it. But but if you're an athlete, I, I I please do it. I'm not joking. Go over and fucking just just you know slap fucking Adrian in in the back of the head and give him a kiss. We'll love that shit at home. We'll eat that up. It's free time for you, especially if you're fucking one of my favorites, like a Colton. Go over there and, and uh, you know, or give him a present. Bring a present out onto the field and give a present for him. Like hand him a sandwich. Do something. Make a statement. I'm not. You don't have to show your tits, but like make a statement. Uh, Jay Hartle, not everyone can be in the top 10. This is something that Brian always reminds me of when I start bitching at him. He's like, dude, not a, like, like not everyone can get on the fucking podium. What do you, what do you, what, what do you want? Uh, Heidi Kroom, Heidi Kroom, sorry. sorry. Uh, Hopper also said Taylor self was better than him and he didn't even make it to the games and then got crushed by a pig on the demo team. That's a low, that's a low blow, but, but pretty funny. Uh, sorry. Were you going to say something, John? Oh, yeah, Colton in a CK shirt would be boss. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, John, go ahead. Do you want to talk about Shadburn? Uh, Sure, yeah. Is she on this list? Where do you guys have her? Oh, shit, 20th. Yeah, good bring up. Thank you. Uh, Shadburn, uh, 20th on Brian's and 14th on John's. Uh, Why do you hate Shadburn, Brian? Before you say that, before you say that, can we compare her to James Newberry? Is there something there similar going on in terms of, like, they're showing up? We don't know what the fuck's going on. They're just amazing athletes. I had had Bethany in the 10 spot and I have, uh, and I, I don't think she's healthy. That's a shocker. Why That's would she come her. then? Why would she come then though? Why would she come then? I Does think she really want to make it to the games. Removed from the competition for coming in with a prior injury um, and not trying hard enough. Are you, are you being sarcastic? Like what they did to Carone or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she, I mean, comparing her to Newberry makes a lot of sense. There's, you know, uh, she's an athlete. I would say, I would say in some regards, Lauren Fisher is like this. Like we haven't seen her at this level of individual competition in years. And when you have athletes like that, like we know Lauren Fisher's qualified for the games before. We know Bethany Shadburn has won semifinals before, but we don't know where they're at right now in their training and their fitness and in Bethany Shadburn's with, with her overall health. And you know, it's really difficult to assess the fields. Like we've talked about, it's not super, super strong at the top, but it's a pretty deep field. There are athletes all the way down to, uh, I mean, throughout the top 30 that I'm like, and they can do a lot better than I'm giving them credit for. There's question marks all over the place. Dark horse for the games, Manny said. Uh, Manny C. Serrano, who I had a drink with at the beach in Newport Beach one time which was nice. I think he even paid. I see Beth and I met his son. I see Bethany train almost every day at the gym. She looks fantastic. Uh, no one's questioning whether she looks fantastic. We all agree. She looks fantastic. T- yeah. 10 out of 10. If there was an 11, we could give it to her. Uh, but, but uh, how's her, uh, how's her rig doing? Is it, is it, is it functioning on all levels? Jay Hartle trying to correct me on the name. Fusale. Thank you. Um, Bethany's okay. just somebody that I, I want to believe in. I was all in on her on the 2021 and then she just, something always happens to her and it's just hard to, it's almost like the boy who cried wolf. Like I really, really want her to do good and I root for her. And then she just never, something always happens and she always gets hurt or something or she gets COVID. I don't know. It just, it never happens. Um, so, so, so it's hard. It's, I, I'm not, going to rank her very highly until she until she actually does it 
So, uh, so number 12, Brian, you have, uh, so, so I leave my house every day for a variety of reasons, but it's only like a handful of reasons to take my kids to the skate park, take them to tennis, take them to jujitsu and maybe go to the store it's and one get, reason. Some, it's for get some meat. But then there's the fifth reason that I do leave occasionally and it's to drive around town for, and, and stop somewhere and get a cup of coffee, uh, hoping to see, uh, Kelly Clark and none of you fucking, and, and I do run into her. Sometimes I get lucky and I run into Kelly Clark around town. I'd say at least once a month. Why, 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 boys? She only missed it last year by one point. And, um, I, I mean, let's be honest. You have cursed at her above Kelly Clark? I, mean, I said that on. was a heart pick. Come on. What's going on? R really? Do you, I, I have a feeling you guys think she has no chance in hell. I feel like I've said three times already that I think everyone down to 20 has a chance. Okay. Well, I'm just emotional. I, but more I, realistically speaking, I would say everyone on, on my side of the picks, I think that there's a cutoff after 15. So Lauren Fisher, Rebecca Fusile, Kerstetter, Kelly Clark, and Chloe Wilson are women that I was – all of them I gave strong consideration to get picking as one of the last three spots. And for me, when I evaluated them against Kelly Baker, Freya Moosebrugger, and Katrin Davidsutter, I thought those three women had a slight edge over them. But, but I mean – I'm not super confident in those picks and they're going to, every one of them is going to have to earn it on the competition floor. And if any of those five women end up making it, I will not, you know, I won't be surprised. Like uh, Hartle said, you know, there's only 10 spots. And when you, when there's 15 women that you believe are good enough to make it, it's hard to make picks and leave people out, but it has to be done. Oh, um, oh, why, oh, what do you think her shortcomings are Kelly's? What workouts do you think she's going to struggle in? Or you think power output top end strength? Okay. Which is the majority of the semifinal? Yeah, and if you're like if you're specifically evaluating evaluating her against Olivia Kerstetter, you know you could say well Kerstetter's got the edge on test one, and you could say Kelly Clark's got the edge on test two, and you can say Kerstetter's probably got the she's got the edge on test three, she's got the edge on test four, Kelly's probably got the edge on test five, Kelly's got the edge on test six, Olivia's got the edge on test seven. So having Olivia slightly ahead of Kelly makes sense. Unless you think, okay, well, how are they going to fare relative to the field? In a head-to-head -head battle, you might take Olivia 4-3 to three against Kelly. But if you think that Olivia's relative struggle on the three tests she's going to struggle with is worse than Kelly's compared mm. to the field, then mm. you might say, yeah, Olivia beat her on four out of three tests, but I still think she's going to edge her out for the weekend. That's where I landed. John obviously landed, landed on the other side of that. Uh, if you are not... If you're not a Kelly Baker fan, you, you might not recognize the name. Uh, go over to her Instagram and start following because it's worth being a fan. I cannot fucking imagine her making it to the games. I do not why, know why. I'm a huge fan, but you guys both have her going to the games. What did she do last year? What, 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 she didn't what? try to compete last year. No, but she's looked phenomenal this year, Kelly Baker has, like throughout the quarterfinals. Um. Her scores compared to other scores, I think, justify her position here. She's another one, right? It's kind of like it's a, it was a car that was left in the garage, got all dusty. She dusted it off. I mean, it'll be an Ariel Lowen type story if she makes it, right? I don't know uh, about it. No. I mean, the so? thing is, Ariel Lowen has backed that up with great performance after great performance in a vacuum. And of course, Ariel Lowen also won her semifinal in 2021. So Kelly qualifying seven eight nine compared to Ariel Lowen winning and beating Emma Carey and Mel O'Brien is a little bit of a different achievement. If she finishes third and then goes on to finish fifteenth at the games and then backs it up by you know doing that again next year, then yeah, we can make that comparison. 
God, she is a. I have to show her Instagram. She is something else. No, this she's Kelly a. Baker. She's a this, specimen. Yeah, this is fucking nuts. I, I. This is kind of going to be a weird thing to say, but I think of Kelly Baker as like a woman, not an athlete. I don't. I don't know what the difference is, but I, I see her as like, at like I don't know, but what a fucking creature. But yeah, I mean, she got fourth in North America West in the quarterfinals. She Has she ever the, been to the games? Has she ever been to the fucking games? As a team. Yeah, this is fucking nuts. Good, good on her. What a fucking savage. We, we got to get her on here and ask her, like, what did she do? Like, what happened in her year off? And, like, why is – how old is she, Brian? Mm, late 20s, I believe. Yeah, and right? She right, did oh, the, boy? Uh, it, it, is, it is fucking – this chick is fucking nuts. Look at – oh, she's already rucking. She's how old? How old is she? Did 31. 31. A little older than I thought. I, I think she's a school. I, I, God, I think Games she's a school experience teacher. from 2016 team and 2022 team. But she did the fittest experience previous this year. And I, I saw her there and she was just killing everybody. She looked very, very impressive. I mean, she, not, it's not like she had a big field to go against, but. Uh, but if you're a games athlete, you know, that's, that was what was so surprising about Luke Parker is that he was at the fittest experience and he finished set. She was at the fittest mm-hmm. experience and she won. So we have a recent live competition where if you're talking about someone who's good enough to make the games, we would expect you to do very well at that competition. And she did. Yeah. Something happened. We got to figure out what happened. Like she all of a sudden just decided like, fuck this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take one more fucking shot at it. She, something happened. She took a year off and then now she's like, uh, God will do some extraordinary things if you pray hard enough. Oh, look at those chairs. Did you see that? See-through chairs at the wedding. All right. Shit. Uh, this is going to be fucking – this is going to be a great fucking read. I'm going to have so much fun at this uh, – I, I kind of almost wish I was going. Uh, uh, it's not too late. Be quiet. Uh <laughs> Um, who else we got on here that we want to talk about? Anyone? Oh, Savan, it, Savan, it would be so great to see you there. Thank you. It's been so long since I've been able to give you a hug. I, 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 of course I love Alex Kazan. She deserves a whole show to herself. Uh, I'm glad to see you guys have her so and, high. Savan, well, go down was, to 11 through 15 and tell, tell me the one woman that's outside that you know is going to be inside and make it to the games. Uh, Fusli. I think we both, Yeah. <laughs> He knew he was going to say that. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and I and I don't think uh, if I have to pick someone who's not going to finish uh, the event, uh, I'm not going to say it. So the, the reason for Kelly Clark not making the games is the same reason for Rebecca Fusile, but it's tenfold. One more. Oh, it's tenfold for Fusile? Yeah, like power output is her weakness, but like she will be behind so many more people. Um, on the machines, on the sled pull, on, I mean, I don't, do you know where Max Natch is, Brian? 85 pounds. So the, (laughs) the thing about the West. God, I love her. Do not fucking make it so she doesn't go guys. Her her weaknesses, I think will be very exposed here. Like she'll have strengths too. Like she could have win event too, but, uh, her weaknesses will be exposed hard or when event six. Um, the West women are as a whole are, are a much have much heavier snatches than the East women, so you be punished a little bit more severely 
with a weak snatch in the West compared to the not, East. Not what I want to hear. Not what I want to hear. Like the tops, like even at the at the top, the snatch, the best snatch in North America East was Daniel Perrin, who's a former Olympic weightlifter. Oh, but she had 210 pounds. I think I'm scrolling through it now, but I think there's like Colin Branner and Spiegel have both done 225. Right. Hannah Black, 220. Chelsea Nicholas, 205. Elliot Miller, 215. Emily White, 200. Olivia Kersetter, 202. Uh, Sydney McAlishan, 200. Like, there's a lot of women that are, and then there's a bunch at 195, 192, 19. There's a lot of women with 190 plus and, and more women in the West and East with 200 plus. So, top to bottom, this field is just better at snatching. Um, you were asking about Fusile, the listed. Her listed one rep max is 170 for the snatch. Hey, really I mean, quick, Brian's watch, snatch, watch her do that. 175 for a snatch. 170 yeah. is her listed. Maybe she's done more than that, but even if it's 180, she's still going to take a much bigger hit in the West field than she would in the women's field with that same number. And in event five, I don't know if she can do eight touch and go with 125. Oh, no. Oh, no. Which, which Now, which the one thing I will say about Rebecca Fusile is every live competition I've ever been at, she has impressed me and specifically impressed me with her strength relative to what I thought was possible for her at, uh, last year at the match. She's just a little bite. Workout, she did, I mean, I, I thought that that last barbell would crush her, She and she crushed it. At the uh, Wadapalooza this year, the first workout, the rings and the squats, I thought she would get crushed by the barbell. She did not. She overexceeded my expectations there as well. I'm not sleeping on her. I, I'm just telling you that at the cut line, it's a very dense group of of athletes with a similar chance to make it. And like John is saying, her overall skill set relative to what this particular slate of tests is looking for, it's going to be a challenge. But she'll be a sight to see on event six and two. Like I think she'll blow people out of out of the wall. Like event six and two, she could win both of those. She's like one of those little bacon greers at Starbucks. Like she's just like a little bite. She does have the coolest fucking outfits. Fuck that one is cool as shit. Oh man. Uh she she uh, last year was the first year she made it to the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was a teen athlete? I think so, yeah. So you think that there's a chance she's going to have like two 35th place finishes? Is that what that's what you're saying? Three yeah. or lower. Uh, or lower, yeah. Um uh if he made it uh, so will Becca. Thank you. Fuck. Uh, thank you. Except, except but like what Brian and, said, the West, the West is stronger than the East. <laughs> uh, Barry McCockin or two dollars. Thank you, buddy, for the money. God, I hope you're rich. You give me so much money. A new post from uh, Brian Spin Noble laid off seventy five uh, employees. Uh, oh, just woke employees. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, we're going by myself. And then, and then I didn't even oh. think about Linda, but there's she's probably not going to do great in Linda either. Um, uh, here we go. Oswaldo. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Oswaldo Gonzalez. If Sydney Wells was able to qualify with a zero, I have bigger hopes for, uh, right. But you need to understand that the difference of these two fields. So the women's field in the East was super top heavy. There were six women there that were just in a different category. And Sydney was at the top of this really, really tight group of women for the next 10 and 12 spots or so in the women's in the West field. There's still going to be a couple of women at the top like that. And this is what we've been saying is six or seven through 15 or 16. It's going to be very similar. If you're a big Rebecca Fusilier fan, 
Yeah, you should like definitely have hope. She's what? I no, I am. I'm just raising my hand. Oh. I'm a big Rebecca Fuse. Like, she's not out of the equation. She's not out of the mix. It's just that it's gonna it's gonna be challenging for her. And we're gonna have the same conversation on the men's side where there are people that are really good, really talented, definitely capable, and have a huge fan base. And it's they're they're gonna be left out. There's just not enough spots. That and that's okay. Like they, you know. And I mean, I just think the events hurt her like more than a normal. Like across fifteen events, I would put her in the top ten. But wow, barbell spin going hard, dude. We got to spend a weekend together. Are you out of your fucking mind, Uh, uh, Mister Spin? uh, Calls uh, John. This is huge, guys. Uh, Listen up carefully. Barbell spin, Brian Spin. We uh, work very intimately with John Young and I and Tyler Watkins this weekend is calling John Young's picks trash. Prepare for fireworks on Friday when we begin the best coverage in the space. I said, I'll be talking with him on tomorrow. Tomorrow, so we'll <laughs> be knocking on your door in 15 minutes. Spin, yeah, motherfucker. Oh, okay. Uh, I just want uh, I want to pick uh, Alex Gazan is going to win event uh, seven and and that, eating that's peanut, your pick, yeah, and eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh, uh, uh. It's sad that we're not going to be able to see her event three. Oh, we will. We're going to see it. They're going to. They're going to fix it. I, I, I'm hearing. I'm hearing some uh, good. Good rumors. Hey, w- what are the movements for that for event seven? I just know that at the end she has to pick up the sandbag. Oh, it's the toes to bar. What's the other thing? The fifteen or ten. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gazan event. Uh, Gazan. Oh shit. How? How? Oh, Spiegel's going to be good too. Oh, it's going to be good. You guys, it's going to be so good. A uh, Bailey Rail, any any are we going to see Bailey Rail ever get stopped and just sitting there with her thumb in her butt like, "Oh shit." I'm I think she'll be like very consistently um 8th through 20th place in every event. Good, and that's okay. where she'll be. I'd like to see her. Yeah, her big like I mean, probably her probably her worst finish comes on the one rep max snatch test. All right. Uh I'm taking it. Oh, here we go. You guys ready? Oh, shit. We're supposed to be done with the show 11 minutes ago. I was planning for two hours. Uh, oh, good. good. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Uh, Especially finally, we're here. It's talking about last week. We're here. The champ, Justin Madera. Holy shit, John. Are you out of your fucking gourd? Both of you. How do you guys have Brent Fikowski beating Samuel Quant? Oh, my goodness. What? Okay. Telling you, Quant's Quant's gonna be. This is this so, is Quant's. Quant Quant may win uh, the the third workout and the seventh workout. He could. And 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 and, and the first workout. Oh, and the first workout. Uh, do you have Justin? Do you guys have Justin Medeiros winning? <laughs> Justin Medeiros. John, please remove yourself. Look at look at this. Oh, oh. shit! That they, they're coming with pitchforks already. Uh, do you have Justin Medeiros? Either of you guys winning any workouts? Oh, um, I think careful. You guys win, could go to hell. You could burn in hell for this. I think if he's going to win one, it'd be the second one. But the problem with that is there's a man named Colton Mertens. What's the second workout? Give us a little refresh. The ring complex pistols, okay. and then the burpees over a 30 inch box. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking, uh, he could win the event five, the 800 meter run, the snatches in the 800 meter run. Other than that, I don't think so. Think? I, I actually think he might win the last one. Oh, uh, Medeiros. A... Yeah. Just just because it's champ shit to win the last event? Enough? Yeah. 
And it's and I think his um, midline stamina is as good as anyone's, and the sandbags a total non-factor for him. Um, so, yeah, uh, but, R- I mean, Richie you, Rich with the little Conor McGregor impression. Who the fuck is Mitchell Stevenson? Where'd you have Mitch? Let's see what John. Uh, he's he's so he's around. <laughs> he's around. Uh, he, Mitchell Stevenson's competed in the West Regional a uh, ton. There's a lot of good battles, like 2016 to 2018 in the regional. If you just type in uh, CrossFit West Regionals, he does really, really good, and then he kind of bombs an event. That's he qualified fifth in 2018 in the West Regional we were at Savon, and he qualified ahead of like five or six men that you that that weekend. You were like, "How the fuck did this guy beat all these guys?" Yeah, and he's gotten better since then, and I think these workouts are amazing for him. Um, I think he's, I think a lot of people are sleeping on him and what, myself included. What do we have to do to get Anthony Davis in there? What, what, have what two max God, I really want him to go to the games. I, I just, yeah, he, I mean, he's it, lost yeah. weight. Um, he's improved his conditioning a lot, but I just don't think it's enough. <laughs> I mean, he's a spectacular athlete. I mean, um, he's huge, but he can still do 50 pull-ups, right? I mean, he's a spectacular human being. No, no chance. Neither of you guys got him. No no one wants to be like, yeah, you know, there is a chance. No one's throwing him a bone. Oh, you got Chandler out and, and okay. Colton. Okay, how about Cole Sager? Uh, how, about, how about Cole Sager? Um, it's LeBron- way less egregious to have uh, Chandler and Colton out than Cole Sager. I don't know. I don't think these are good events for him, man. That what? is a good. That is a good point. That that is a good point. What Brian just said. There's a lot of heavy snatchers, and he's not one of them. And I think. Oh my gosh, dude. Okay, let, uh, let's look at the top. Uh, uh, John, you really think Patrick Vellner? Before we get Madaris? into this, oh, okay. okay, we can go to the top. We can go to the top. Okay, so I'm just opening I, my I, door. I, yeah, so like I, I would not pick Vellner ahead of Medeiros in the games. This is kind of like a Roman Adler situation. Um. Like, I don't, I wouldn't pick after, I mean, I might now the way Adler performed, but I had Adler beating Roman and don't think he's better than Roman. Um, and I feel the same way here. I have Vellner beating Medeiros, but I don't think he's better than Medeiros. It's just the slate of events, I think, stack up really, really well for Vellner. His, his best lift is snatch other than deadlift. Um, he's got a chance to win the ring muscle up. Uh, burpee workout any chance any time there's ring muscle ups and burpees he's amazing uh he's gonna be really good at the sled i think he's gonna be fine with the sled pool too since since that workout is a sled oriented workout it's kind of just size helps you and he's bigger than medeiros um i, I took them kind of event is that by true event. is that true Vellner's bigger than medeiros medeiros yeah medeiros like five eight and Medeiros uh Vellner's five eleven um, I and I just think the, I just I, if it came down to the last event, I think he's a better biker than Medeiros. Um, and I think his toast to bar will be fine for three sets of 20. Um, as far as Linda, I kind of think they're the same. I think their bench press is the same. Belner did very good in Linda when they had it in 2018. I think he got second uh, in his region. So I don't think he's going he's to be fine with that workout. Um, and then the sixth workout will be the telltale. Uh, but they both are not elite at that type of handstand pushup. Uh, Medeiros is not going to pull out more a Morad like twenty handstand pushups. And I think they'll be very close together in event six. 
So I, I just went event by event, and I think I think Valner's going to be better at just this slate of seven events than Medeiros, and that's why I picked him over Justin. God, he looks like a fucking orangutan, isn't he? He is. He looks huge. Look at this. This these body positions he gets in. It looks like he's doing the right stuff too, right? We're seeing. I mean, this is only Instagram, but we're seeing him snatch and bike. <laughs> Like and toast the bar. Look like at that. Yeah, it looks Look. like he's he's cracked the code. Yeah, man, Vellner's great. He's this is going to be a fun. It's going to be a fun weekend. There's going to be. I do think it's going to be closer, uh, close at the top. Uh, I think there's going to be a close battle for the podium, and I think there's going to be a lot of men that are going to be in the heat of that cut, cut line race. I think you'll see, you know, uh, a lot of men bouncing in and out event to event. If you just look at the guys on our lists that are, I would say. Maybe six through fourteen is the range here. I think we have I think we have all the same guys in there. Six through fourteen. No, you have Oscar Mora in, and you must have someone out that I have in. Um, but anyway, it's mostly the same guys. And uh, who do you have out? Oh, Will Lee, Bill Leahy. You're not a Bill Leahy fan, okay? Um, or Cole Sager? No, but he's in that range. I think everyone oh, you're that we in, have, in the range. We have the okay, same gotcha. top five in the same order, other than Pat and, and Brent. And then there's a a cutoff and from six through 14 on our lists, the only person that you have in that I don't is Oscar Mora. And uh, I have Will Bill Leahy. In. I think you'll see some big time shifts between that six and 15 spot as the weekend goes on event by event, as some people will have incredible events like an Anthony Davis who will win the snatch and then probably take 40th on the running right after it. And you'll have other guys that do the opposite, you know, maybe like a Bill Leahy who takes 40th on the snatch and takes second on the run or first on the run. Um, so you're what's gonna the have deal with this dude. Swings. What's the deal with this dude? This Who? dude's le- this dude's legit. This William Leahy the fourth. Oh, Brian loves Bill. He's raw. He's he's only two three. I think he's three years into the sport right now. He's t- he's a taller, slender guy. He looks. He reminds me a lot of Brent Fakowski from 2013 14 time period. Um, I don't know that he has the experience and savvy of the competition floor to qualify against this difficult of a field yet. So I have him there on the outside looking in, but I certainly think that he'll be in the mix on some workouts. Um, I mean, he impressed me last year with his barbell complex. So I'm excited to see him snatch and see what, not, not necessarily how well he does, but how heavy he can snatch. Uh, he's one of the fastest adapters to this sport that I've seen in a while. Uh, given his low level of competition age as a CrossFit, uh, as training the CrossFit methodology. And uh, I think he's probably the best legless rope climber in all of CrossFit too. No shit. Yeah. Hey, is, is he a crazy super athlete too? Look at the, this yeah. is pretty, this, what, what's his background? This guy's Let me see beast. if we have any data on that. Yeah, I would hey guess. boys, boys, everyone get their own fucking pull up bar. What are you guys doing? The fuck off there. It's too close. One guy per pull-up bar. Yeah, Has he, he been? Where? Where's this? Our, uh, where's this? Oh, this is last. Oh, he's year's... a basketball player. Uh legless rope uh, climbs and running, and strength work is what he's been targeting this year, which is not, no surprises there. And, and a, a lot of jumping in his Instagrams. Homie, homie got jumps. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Let's see him on this rope. How's his bench press? How's his Linda going to be? <clears throat> Big question. Don't know. Don't have any data on him for that. 
Just a kid chasing a dream. This is a year ago, William Leahy the fourth. I wonder if that makes him soft because he's a fourth. You know what I mean? Like he was babied and shit. All right, he's good inverted. Uh, Chase was Chase was regarding um, uh, which workout is it? Uh, the, the the one with the handstand. What what number is that? That workout. Event six. Event six. I love the way Chase was referring it to it as having landmines. That's that's what I was searching for last week. I knew there was some great metaphor for it. Uh, any of these guys going to fall in the landmines? Any of these where you're like, oh shit, a Chandler Smith could lose his all his opportunities on blah. Like anything where you're concerned, concerned about how about, how, yeah. Any, I love it when you ask a broad question, any of these guys, and then I start thinking about all of them and you go and specifically Chandler and it's like, yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking about is no longer relevant. Like, 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 is there anyone here who you see it? Like if we, if we had a uh, Laura Horvat here and there were handstand pushups, you guys would be like, Hey, let's, let's, we would zoom I mean, I, I think Anthony there, Davis could struggle with the legless rope climbs. I'm more uh, curious to see how he does on the pirouette handstand walking. A Davis. Yeah, he he's dealing with a shoulder thing. Uh, I he did not get surgery for it. He just let it heal normal, so he doesn't have the greatest of mobility in his shoulders. Um, other than him, so I don't know, Nick Matthews should do really really well in that event. What I'll say is about this entire group of athletes is one through ten, for me, I think are all uh, one through eleven. I think are all games athletes. But two, but two guys can't make it. And so when trying to pick who are the guys I'm going to leave out, I'm, you know, I know Chandler did the quarterfinals with a broken wrist and made it through, but like that has my attention as being problematic. Think about the demand on the wrist of this weekend. I don't know. I don't know what the state of that, of that wrist is, but if it's not a hundred percent, I think this is, this is problematic. Um, so that's kind of why I left him out. And as far as Colton Mertens goes, I, it pained me to put him 11th, but I just think this slate of this, te- th- these workouts are not very good for him overall from start to end. And I think that I think he'll, have- I think he'll win three events. Three. Yeah. Who, who, who's this? Who, who? No, I, He's not I think he'll, events. I think he'll, I, do you want to make a bet who? and give me good who? odds? Who, who? Colton Mertens. Oh God. I love you, John. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. He is Brian. What are you I think about? he'll win event two, three and six. Yeah, I'll take that bet. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll bet you win. I'll, no, here's the bet. You, Five you, to one you, odds on $10? No. I bet he wins zero events. Zero events? One and two is okay. a wash. Zero and three. Those, that's the what, bet. What if he wins bet? three, you win. If I win, it's zero. $100. I'll, I'll do Dude, that he lives in the middle of the country. I'll, that's I'll, like I'll two that months pay, pay right there. Uh, uh, Benjamin McL- McL- McLellan. Uh, hey, Seven, I'm going to homeschool my son. He's only one now. Me and my wife both work full time, but we're definitely going to do it. What would you uh, advise for starting out? Here's the thing. My kids get pretty much absolutely zero screen time. Zero. They're not allowed to ever fucking touch my phone. And every single person who meets my kids are like, holy shit, these kids have incredible focus. This last week, Killer was uh, fucking around with them. He's like, I've never even met any human beings who can focus like that. Do not give your kid a fucking phone ever. No screen time. And if when you do start screen time when they're like three or four years old, it's TV on Friday and Saturday night, and it's a fucking movie. It's UFC only. Yeah, UFC only. Yeah, thank you. No, and, and you'll be, you'll be, you, that's it. All you, you don't need to teach your kid anything. You need to make sure their mind doesn't close so that they're capable of learning new things at all times. And thank you for the question. Very important question. Always relevant 
uh, when talking about kids. Another rant. Not another. Oh, shit, David Weed. Here we go again. God damn it. Uh, Sevon pays Brian $100 per show. Uh, minus $99. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, uh, Tudor Magda, you got him on the line. Um, yeah, where'd John have him? Uh, basically on the line too. I don't even. I, I know this guy only Lionel Franco because I always struggle with his name. But I, I don't think he has any business in going to the games. Uh, nor Mitchell Stevenson. But I. But um, <laughs> Mitchell Stevenson's got more than Lionel Franco. <laughs> more business. Uh, isn't it? A, it's incredible that you guys have the top five identical. Just I'll tell you of- this about Mitchell Stevenson. Like I, I like because at this point. I did what, you know, what John did for Vellner and Medeiros is what I'm doing at the cut line. I'm looking at each guy and each workout. And I'm just, what I'm really looking for is can they have a top five finish or how many top five finishes compared to outside the top 20 finishes can they have? Cause at that point, that's like, that's the breakdown for me. And I think Mitchell Stevenson is going to have very few of either, which is, and whereas the guys around him, I think are much more likely to have uh, both, but in particular to take some big hits. Where do you think Lionel would take his hits? Lionel, so he's a fascinating athlete. I mean, he's been working his ass off. I think he's getting better and better. I think he's getting stronger and stronger. Um, for me, that you know, the, it's he's a he, it's a good question to ask. I think that his biggest he's struggle very gymnasty. Is, yeah, gymnasty I think his biggest struggle and- is experience, and uh, I don't even want to say conditioning, but I want to say pacing, like knowing when to push and 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 not overdoing it too early in a workout. So like, I won't be surprised if he comes out hot on test one, but I want to see how he does in the last five to eight minutes of that test. What the I fuck is this guy's Instagram? Well, you know, he has Instagram for sure. Um, Here's what I, do you want to know what I hear, John? I hear that Brian's made friends with this guy and that there's a little, home at Leo Lal- Mitchell, Mitchell Stevenson. He's made, no, no, Leonel Franco. I think Leonel Franco and Brian have like are DMing or some shit. I hear it in Brian's voice. Well, he's Leonel out of his top 10, not top nine. Yeah. I think keeping, I think having him where I have him is this, like, that's a suggestion of someone who I think has games potential, but I don't think he's quite there yet. Wait, what's his Instagram again? Tell me. I want to see L E O L A L E O L A F L E. U R R. Oh, 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 got him, got him, got him. Thank you. Jesus Christ, dude. Use your fucking name, bro. How the fuck are we supposed to find you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this guy. Okay. I remember this guy. I remember this guy. This guy's good. Yeah, this is like uh, Europe's uh, um, uh, Jake Berman. This guy's American? Someone, there was a guy named Marcelo Clarizio competing last weekend, and someone's like, "This guy's American," and I'm like, "They're all American." I can't fucking believe this. This guy just looks as foreigner as they fucking get. God, look at how big a lie. Trenikov is American. He's North American East, baby. All right, Catherine's American. <laughs> and how the fuck, like you, like if you're American and you look like this, at least be from Miami. I mean, L.A. is like. I guess you're right. Okay, so is that is is he training with Elijah Muhammad? There's a lot of him and Elijah. They both are a strike movement, like me. Uh, that's a that's an app. No, it's a shoe. Oh, well, they have make a pair. They make clothing too, which is great. Is this guy little? He's getting bigger. I mean, he's lean, but he's you know he's he's, he's getting. Sna- I know he's he snatches two ninety five. 
Yeah, he's no, I mean, he is no slouch. This is a very difficult uh, field. This guy is gangster. Look at this picture. This is like some Scarface shit. I'm, I'm digging. I would say he's kind of like my Cole Grease Saber. Like, I know Brian really likes Cole Grease Saber. He picks him high every single time he's in anything. Um, I like Lionel Franco. Yeah, except oh Cole shit, Saber. he lives except with the Cole. world class poker dude. Except Cole Grease Sabers made the games and was top five at Wadapalooza. Like he actually yeah, he has, was. he actually yeah. has performances in live competition against elite level athletes. I know, but you were picking him high before he did that. You were just you you like you some you he's like Will Leahy for you. You like you have your guys you like. Hey, does that guy live with the poker player that's friends with the lady who was on my podcast last night? Because that would be a small world collide. Oh, Jake Chapman, that's not gangster, that's gay. Like Omar from from uh, the wire. Got gangster, gay gangster. All right, back to the list here. Uh, Hold on, I, who who wins? A, who do you think Colton's not going to win anything? Who who wins? Don't let him get in your head, John. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He lives in Chicago. What test? Who, what who wins event two? Madaris. Who wins event three? That's cool. Fellner or or maybe Quant. And who wins event six? Nick Matthew. I feel very good about all of these now. That those are the guys that you picked. I, I didn't know if there was some specialist I didn't know about, but since those are your picks, I feel much better. Hey, we Great. should we if you guys zero wanna, and three. It's most win. likely gonna be one or two events that he wins. But right. you always no, no. say this. Stuff. I like the zero three bet. I like the zero three bet. But you always say this about Colton, and I and I, I check I check you on this every time. Let's look at last year. How many events did he win last year? One. It's about it's about the events, Brian. I know, but you're always like, no, this guy's going to win these events, and he wins one event at best, which was pretty amazing. Which was pretty amazing. He won two two years ago. He won one the year before that, and now he's competing against a field that's hey, twice listen. as good with with. I would say the two best semifinal athletes in the world in his in his division, like Madeiros and Velner, could go top three on it. Everything other than the snatch. That's fair. listen, listen That's Brian. Fair. You're saying that he's going to win zero, and John's saying he's going to win one. That's like the no. John's saying he's going to win three. I'm gonna, well, okay, I'm John's saying he's going to win three, but you're saying he's going to win zero, and that's like saying like. Um, but in least, reality, we all think he's going to win. I think he's going to win one. Oh, you two, do? Okay, not okay, three. Okay. And I think oh, okay. it's just as likely oh. that he wins zero as he wins three. So okay, so gonna... you were just being fair with. Well, John. you didn't you predict him for any of them there. No, let's but look, I'm, let's I'm telling you the guys D. that I think are his biggest challengers on those workouts. Let's do, do this really quick. Let's okay. do this real quick. Uh, we'll be really fast about this. Uh, workout one uh, for the men in North uh, North America West is uh, four rounds for time. It's the echo long echo bike uh, assault runner. Oh, no, wait. What the fuck is this? Where the <laughs> fuck you, am I? You're, you're on, on teams. teams. You're on teams. <laughs> scroll down to the right. yellow button. Scroll to the – scroll down. Oh, oh, thank you. Click on individual. At least I caught that. I mean, at least I caught it, right? That, no, I guess. no, no, no. You were, you're in the right. There you go. There you go. Okay. Look, okay. Event one, 3,000 meter echo bike, uh, then the pool of the sled, then 2,000 meter on the assault runner, then the pool of the sled, 1,000 meter on the skier, and then the pool on the sled. Uh, who's going to win in the men? Fikowski. Fikowski. Okay. So you guys both got Fikowski. Uh, fun video. I think it's 2017. If you want to pick someone other than Fikowski on this one, I probably would go. Maybe Anthony Davis. No, he's not good enough on the machines compared to these guys. I mean, it's for me. This is a this is actually a Sam Quant style workout. Yeah, Sam Quant will be really good mm, in this one mm. too. 
Mm, I like it. Uh, um, uh, I, I could pick San Quant for any of these. Okay, the, the second workout, a uh, five-ring complex. Uh, someone's shoulder will get blown out. Uh, 20, uh, I'm sorry, I apologize, boys. A 20, and I sure as fuck hope it's not the champ. A 20 single leg uh, squats, a max burpee, a burpees over the box. Uh, who's going to win this, Mr. Young? Colton. Justin. Mm. Wow. Uh, and who's your backup, uh, Brian? Fellner. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. I also think Nick Matthew will do well on this. Stevenson will do well on this. Cole Sager will do well on this. There are going to be some good performances here. Uh, we're gonna and, and Scott Tetlow will do well on this. Oh wow! Oh shit! Tetlow might crush this one too. A workout three, Linda with dumbbells. Yeah, actually, yeah, well, we weren't even looking that far down, but Tetlow, Tetlow, yeah, he could do well on Linda for sure. He's like he he right now is probably has a fucking wooden dowel in his mouth listening to this, being like, "You fucking idiots! Of course I'm gonna win that one." <laughs> I think Belner or Colton will win Linda. I think two and three is both Belden. <laughs> I, I mean, again, uh, Medeiros I think, could win this one too. Yeah, Medeiros uh, will be right up there. This is, you know, it's got to be easy as fuck for Quant too, right? Quant's going to destroy Linda. It's, 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 he's a horse. Yeah, you know, Quant will be really good at this one too. It's uh, a lot about it is the bench press, and you just don't know who's going to handle that the best. Are we going to see a, a Brooke Wells incident uh, in, in with the boys, the big boys? I doubt it's it. Possible. But you I could. Mean, it's, yeah, it's it's definitely possible that you get to the you know the the middle the five four part of this workout and someone just hits a wall on the bench press like that is definitely a realistic possibility, but I think if you manage it well that you can avoid that and you don't remember like if you're trying to qualify for the games and we're not talking about Velners and Maderos this year if you're trying to qualify for the games you don't need to be flawless you just can't have that huge blow up. Like that's what you want to avoid. And especially early in the weekend, because then that's where panic sets in things start to, the pressure starts to mount. So if you're not confident on the bench press, just get through it, accept your position. It was kind of like what James Sprague said about test six. He's like, that was the 24th place finish. That might not look good on paper, but for me, that was the biggest win of the weekend because I just had to manage that one, not Mm -hmm. get any no reps, accept my place and let everything else speak for itself. So if you're nervous about the bench press and you're an athlete, just don't hit that wall. Like that's the reason he went to the games is that 24th place. 34th and he doesn't make. And, and I didn't see a lot of people doing this, but those of you, those, there were some idiots in the comments like being like, hey, how the fucking Brooke Wells be world class and this happened to her. Listen, fucking knuckleheads. I dare you to fucking go out there and try to beat her fucking time. <laughs> try to you go out there and try to do these 90 pound dumbbell bench press and, and I'll let you take out the deadlifts. And you can't beat a single one of these fucking semifinals. I let her, I let them do the same weights. I bet they don't beat her. As, as her, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's it was, it was cr- it's crazy what those girls did. Okay, uh, let's move to workout number uh, uh, four. We we should have done this with the ladies. Well, this is a slam dunk. Uh, well, uh, assuming it's healthy. Um, Tudor Magda. I'm just kidding, Anthony Davis. But but there Tudor, are some massive snatching. Uh, there's a guy named Anton Foss in this field that has a huge snatch, and there's one other guy. Didn't Tudor snatch 322 somewhere? I thought I saw your article. Yeah, didn't I see that in your article, Brian? Yeah. So those, in in theory, those should be the top two. Um, but there are there are several men in this field with a 300 plus bond snatch. Why is Robbie Meyer saying Matthew? Why Why is Robbie Meyer saying Matthew? Yeah. 
Because Robbie's hat is probably he, sitting. Uh, next he, to him. he doesn't know who Anthony Davis is. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, it, Robbie. I mean, it would. I would say that picking anyone other than in this order, Anthony Davis, Tudor Magda, Anton Foss for the top three picks here is expecting something that is pretty un, unlikely. Uh, Elise Car Riddell, I did it at seventy five percent, still didn't make the time cap. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Brooks elbow. By the way, I'm gonna fucking you chop to. your arm off, Brooks elbow. You better be watch your mouth. Brooke Wells is world class. Look at me, chick. Shut it. Insta famous. Shut it. And now CrossFit famous for being not. None of that's true. Stop being a dickhead. Uh, Brooke, I apologize. Your elbow is just angry. It will heal up and come to the light. If if anyone is thinking about doing these workouts, uh, Kiefer Lamy from Underdogs Athletic wrote an article that's on Be Friendly Fitness that gives you great options for doing them at home. I know some people sometimes watch these and are inspired by them. So if you want to check that out, uh, he's pretty good. It, I was very impressed with his writing and his coaching is, is world class, in my opinion. So give it a look if you're interested in, in trying some versions of these for yourself based on where your fitness level is at. Wow, that was like a PSA. That was cool. Uh, where, where? By the way, these are... Uh... These are your two best articles that I've uh, ever read, by the way. I shouldn't say ever, but th- this uh, women's uh, semifinals, women's and semifinals, men, they're packed. Good information. I don't like it when you say, and they, uh, this is the only thing I don't like about your articles. You'll say something and then you'll be like, and so-and-so failed the drug test. And so the way you, when you say the word failed drug test, sometimes I think you're talking about someone different than you're talking about. So I get scared for a second. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just am trying not to draw attention to the athletes that failed the drug test. But I just like in the case of Nick Matthew, for example, he's never stood on a semifinal field at the end of a competition and been announced as a CrossFit Games qualifier. So, you know, people that are saying the first comment on the when I posted on Instagram this morning was like Nick Matthew, top three, big dick Nick for the win. And it's like big dick Nick. Does he have a huge dick? No, but these are people that are just making unrealistic claims. You know, I've by John and I ranking him fifth, we are giving Nick the credit that he is due. Look at the other people ahead of him. That's a very, very fair and realistic prediction. If we had him 12th, you would have every right in the world to say that we're disrespecting him. But I think we're being extremely respectful of what he's done this last year. And he has capitalized on the opportunity to finally make the games and parlayed it into great performances everywhere he's gone. But he hasn't actually done it at a live semifinal of of standing there and having his name read i think he's going to do that this weekend and i'm going to be really happy for him if he achieves that but as good as he was at rogue as good as he was at the games as good as he was at wadapalooza you know we still like i still want to see him do it one more time and Savan, you said it yourself an, an hour ago or so like i'm still waiting for nick to do it one more year and really prove to me that he's as good as we think he is yeah put on a regular shirt is this the article you're talking about yeah okay Awesome. Okay, thank you. Who's that guy? Who's Kiefer? Kiefer Lamy. He's a oh, yeah. second yeah. in command to Cotler at Underdogs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. Not this page. Sorry. We're going back to uh, – we should have done this for the women. I apologize. Um, uh, workout five. Uh, okay, so so who did you guys pick for this? You guys both have Anthony Davis and – no, no. Was it workout four? You for had? the snatch, we yeah. have Davis. For the run, I got, I got Bill Leahy on this one. <laughs> What I I'm gonna go with? That was a great Mad- laugh, John. Get him, Maderos. Oh, huh? I think Bukowski <laughs> could surprise people on that too. Uh, finally, catching you guys after coaching a class. Keep doing the Lord's work. Thank you. Who who's doing the Lord's you, work? John. Oh, one of us. Uh, bend 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 over. 
uh, I did a semifinals. Linda is prescribed and finished at 17 exactly, and I did the dumbbell bench unbroken. Just shows how crazy fit uh, they that's are. That's a bend over. You are crazy fit if you finish that prescribed in 17 minutes. Very well done. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, but look at his fucking neck. Doesn't well, even fit. I mean, the, if he's, I mean, the managing the squat cleans is what's impressive there. You could be strong enough to do the dumbbells, but most people that are strong enough to do the dumbbells and broken don't have the capacity to do the squat cleans and, and still move for that fast and that long. What is this? Yeah, the whole mean? workout's the squat cleans. What does this mean? Brooke didn't make it, but she's a dime. What's she's that? A What's a... Oh, 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 thank you. Shit. Let's see, diamond, I think dime bag. Oh, uh, John is a good dude. <laughs> Matt Fraser's brother uh, likes you. That's cool. Uh, uh, K- Kelly Gibbons. Oh, that's a dude with oh this, that, this that, isn't even that's true. a dude with the I've girl's name. Check that event. out. Guy's pioneer. John has said Medeiros to win most of these events, and yet he has Velner winning. I said Fakowski, Colton, Colton, Anthony Davis. This is the first time I've said Justin. Uh, Jonathan Lane, bend over. I know, I know, I know. Try, I know. Don't worry. I'm I, I'm don't I thank you. Uh, uh, uh broke Brooks elbow. No, no, you're on timeout. You're you're on complete timeout. You're into time. Okay. Uh, uh oh. Shush, sorry, Ken Walters. Uh, uh, in everything we do, it as we are doing it for the Lord. All three of you, you work hard and you are passionate about your work. Like, what are you sixty? <laughs> What's wrong with sixty? Nothing. I just anyone who's sixty I, out there and is a fan of stuff, we love you. Shut up, Stefan. <laughs> Fair. I'll take it. Uh, hey, uh, hey, so who did you you have Leahy and Medeiros? Uh, how about some backup picks? this is this one workout where there's like there might be someone further down the field that we're not aware of that could smash we don't know yeah because a lot of these guys this like for most of this field the snatches is is a non-factor um and maybe there's just a phenomenal runner here we go Lionel franco Lionel franco could do really good in this one he Um, could he definitely could um and uh brian win that's my sleeper pick for you who is that do i know who that is you call him brian huh oh oh yeah 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 hey listen are there are there any are there any runners is there is there a daniel brandon there like when we just see them running on the runner wells is really the exception she smashed everyone last weekend in this i mean that's what she did dude are there anyone like that but if he's asking if there's any runners he should be he should be calling up Sorry. Okay. Sydney Wells, fair. I, I just you, remember I Danielle's cadence. I was looking at her cadence. Is there anyone else who's going to be just taking up the whole runner with their stride? And it's going to be like, fuck this. So Leonel Franco, Bill Leahy, Max, Max Krieg, uh, CJ Gerald, Nico Flores. They all listed running as a strength of theirs. <clears throat> so those are the guys to watch, I guess. There's no, there's no, um, uh, you know, 800 meter uh, uh, NCAA fucking runner up. Uh, I know Matt Poulin is a good runner. Um, he's not the greatest snatcher, but he's a good runner. I think what the so, fuck I do think you think guy... Brian's last name is? You think it's Win? It starts with an H, huh? You think that's pronounced with a W? Is that what you're saying? I think the guy you're looking for in this field that could be the surprise on this is um, CJ Gerald. So if you're looking for a lesser lesser known to maybe do well on the snatch run, that's who I would go for. How about uh, Daniel Cook? Daniel Coos. 30th. Oh, there's some dudes down here. Logan Ewing. That's uh, uh, Roman's uh, training partner. And then we got a Jew above him, Roldan Goldbaum. He's actually Mexican. 
There are three Mexicans in this field. All of them are pretty good. Rodan. I bet you. I bet you a hundred bucks. That's not a Mexican. If that's a Mexican, he's a Jew Mexican. Is it, isn't Rodan like super strong? Yeah. Does he have a three hundred plus snatch? Mm, I have to check. Why and how about Philip Muscarella? These are. Uh, isn't that a Hiller's uh, buddy? Someone yeah, loves man, him. Guys, comes it's a show. good field. It's a really good field. The top is very, very heavy, and why? That's why we've been. I mean, strong, and that's why we've been focusing on it a lot. But all the way down to thirtieth, these guys are incredibly talented, uh, and there will be some guys that have top five performance, maybe top ten performances coming out of that the middle tier of this competition for the men. Is is Oscar Moya like laughing at you guys by picking Tudor Maga and Anthony Davis for the snatch? Is he like assholes? Um, no, he's, um, you, he, he can't he, expect us to not pick them. No, I mean, and he can he can be good, but we would uh, clean and jerk. He'd have a better chance than a snatch. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and, and what about uh, what about this guy, um, uh, Jack Rosema? Does he does he finish top five in any events? Mm, top not ten, top maybe five. not top five. Snatches one rep max listed snatches for Morris two ninety five for Gold Bombs two eighty. Oh. I, I maybe they both have more than that. These are just we're pulling from the Insta, the CrossFit Games and the cases that we don't have any other known data. So, you know, there's always a chance. But I'm, this, I think there will be some guys that uh, snatch three hundred or more pounds in this field that we maybe not uh, expecting. There's a lot of listed snatches close to three hundred pounds here. Uh, thank you, Matt. Mexicana can be Jewish. Uh, Tyler Watkins, he's Jew adjacent. Yeah, there's something going on there. Someone bones someone. Uh, Oscar Meyer Wiener. <laughs> Grow up. Uh, Logan Ewing, when, when is he ever going to make it to the games? Is, is he, is he is a prospect? He, I mean, he's young. Um, Who's I, better, him or Nate Ackerman's better than him? I think uh, Nate did really well this I'd put, weekend. I'd put him in the same ballpark. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Similar for sure. Up and coming, right. but not there yet. Settle down, Logan. You're lucky we even mentioned your name. Oh shit, where are the dudes? Um, okay. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Back. I forgot. I got. I got sidetracked. I got excited. Uh, back. Back. So we're almost done with the predictions. Holy shit! There we go. Uh, okay. So you guys had. Um, who did we have here? You uh, for the. You guys had some people I'd never even heard of. Who did you have? Uh, Justin Medeiros. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep, heard of him. I picked Bill Lee. We spent some time on his Instagram page. I think you've heard of him. Yeah. So Bill's the the first like kind of no namer that's made the um the list so far. So that Bill should be. Uh... He had the world record on the running Lagos rope climb workout last year. That's oh. John already acknowledged him as being one of the best Lagos rope climbers in the game. But you also have to be able to run well. This is a you know, a, mostly a running test. He's strong enough to move that barbell, and I think that he's fast enough or good enough at a runner to challenge for the win on this, if not win it outright. Uh, workout, no, yeah, that, that's good. That's good stuff, uh, Brian. Um, uh, number, workout six. Uh, this is the, land, they should just call this the landmine workout. This is the one with the got to be pirouettes and legless rope climbs and uh, handstand walk and overhead squats. Uh, who are your picks for this? I'm going to say uh, Nick Matthew. Mm. Oh, he's being facetious. No, he's not. Yeah, yes. He's already I think Nick has a good shot. At, I think Nick has a good shot at winning this. No, no. I said Nick wouldn't... Matthew, and you were, you were like, that makes me feel super comfortable about Colton. My backup, my backup is Colton. <laughs> oh, Nick's definitely. He just this stole is... my pick. He like did. 30 he did. Minutes ago. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. You're, you, he did. If I was the judge, he definitely stole your pick. He processed it a little slower. Who are you picking, Brian? 
you dick. I actually am. Uh, I think Cole Sager will be in the mix on this. Mitchell Stevenson will be in the mix on this one. Uh, Medeiros and Vellner will be great at everything minus the handside pushups in the middle, middle, but very few people are going to do those unbroken. And the people that can do those unbroken, like the Tetlos and the Mertens may, may have to take some rests on the leg list just to make sure they don't miss one. And I think that it can be somewhat of a wash there. If it, you know, the, the things that I really, really like about Medeiros on this is if he manages the handstand pushup, he's going to be tough to beat in relative to strength and cycle speed on the overhead squats at the end. Uh, I, Nick, by the way, Nick Matthew is an, is a no brainer for those of you who watched the games last year, there was another landmine workout to steal chases verbiage and Nick Matthew, uh, really showed up. And then on top of that, Nick Matthew did incredible at the, uh, heavy bag event, which is like a, a hybrid between a landmine event and a strength event. And this is what this fucking event is. It's a fucking landmine event with a strength component at the end with those 20 overhead squats. And I, I think we are going to see Nick Matthew, uh, He's gonna he's gonna frazzle the group. I think it's gonna be, I think he's gonna be devastating on this. I agree with you. See, after watching the event for the East, the best guys were the guys who did the, who could do the twenty handstand pushups unbroken. And I know you're not. I know you're saying Mertens is not on the level as Noah or Morad in the rope climbs. But say they balance out and they're really I thought, close. I, I thought Noah took two sets on the handstands. No, I think him and Morad both went unbroken. I he was I don't know if he did went unbroken for sure, but I know Morad did. They were both firing like a pistol. But uh, I think Noah was. I mean, I'll have to watch it back. But I thought Noah was ahead of him, and I think he did like fifteen five. Will passed him, and then Noah passed him again on the legs. Okay. But like I know you don't think Mertens is on that level of the rest of the leg for the legless rope climbs. But if they are even close on the overhead squats. Colton's overhead squat speed will be faster than everybody's. It'll be faster than Madero's. Um, uh, Baker, Mertens walks more on his hands than his feet. <laughs> I don't think Justin's going to row that much faster than him on a 500 meter before the overhead squats. Like if they come off at any point in the same time on the handstand pirouettes, I think Colton can take them. Uh, workout number seven. The final workout. You don't think so? Just, I mean, everything that we've ever seen about Madaris, it doesn't really matter what the workout is. He's the best back third athlete in workouts. That you know. What does that mean, back third? Remember He's I the did, best I, pacer. He he is the oh, best oh, oh, at pacing. Oh, right. He's right, fifth okay. best at everything, but he is the best at pacing. And when you, if you break down any workout into first third, middle third, and last third of the workout he makes more moves relative to his heat in the last third of the workout than anyone else. Do the women, do the women have someone like that? That it's like, fuck until you cross the finish line, this motherfucker is like a ghost and just haunting you. I mean, he's, I don't, there's not very many men like that either. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty unique in that fact. Uh, you know, rich was kind of like that too. Everybody yeah. knew where rich was, you know, you didn't get to see how great he was at pacing either because he was usually in the front, but, Depend on the workout. There were a lot of times where he would just kind of lurk, 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 and then attack right at the yeah. end. He did that in in individual workouts, but also with competitions overall. And I think that that yeah, yeah, that Rich was probably the the forerunner of Justin in that regard. Like he was the best one at that. He still might be. We just you know people weren't studying the sport the same way that we study it now. So and the sport <clears throat> it was a little different then in in many regards. But yeah, Rich was good at that, and Justin's great at that for sure. Uh, Christy Aramo. 
I wouldn't put her in that in that category. Oh, yeah, she's, she's just very very fit uh, engine wise. It's, it's a, there's a difference. Like the Sam Briggs, I don't put in that category. Well, Emily Emily Rolfe too, right? Like she if she's if she's on no, the field for to play, all of these she's women. Yeah. No, for mm-hmm. all of these women, when there's something that they're great at, they usually get out in front and stay stay in front. Mm. But they're not, you know. There's I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the parallel of the female athlete that starts fifth through seventh moves into third through fourth and then finishes first to second on workout after workout after workout. And I think in the there, women's field, not, it's more not. that the women that are the best at there's at the thing that the workout is, is most targeted towards get out in front and stay out in front more often. I uh, no, she's not competing. Uh, La Femme, if you're talking about Christy Aramo, right. We were just saying, just, we just, we're just, we're, we're, we've gotten derailed in a good way. Okay. Last workout, uh, uh, echo bike toes to bar, Carry the heavy bag, three rounds, beautiful workout. If you're only going to watch one event of the whole weekend, come uh, tune in at the end. This thing is so fun to watch. Uh, I'm going to save Valner for this one. I'm gonna, Okay, let me give you the list of guys that I think have a chance to go under four minutes on this workout. Nick, Nick Matthews is going to be good on this one. Under this, four minutes. Yeah. Uh, I want to check and see how many did it. So two. Was, it was only three, two. Three, da- three. No, Spray, Hopper, and Roman. Or Dallin. Yeah. Hopper Roman. Yeah. So I think that this is like a really good check mark. If you're, if you're able to go under four minutes in this workout, that's elite for this test. And I wanted to just see, you're sure it's just those three. I'm pre- pretty positive. We'll just find out just to be sure. Uh, four, toes to no, bars. No, uh, Alex Vigneault also. Toes so to bars, the separator guys. year. You have to be good at the bike, but break on the toes to bar will determine the winner. <laughs> Bailey Walker. Um, so it's fascinating, actually, that it's these four guys that were under four minutes because uh, Roman and Vigneault went out hot, hot and faded, and they still had top four finishes. Justin, I mean, Dallin and Jason, they went out fast, but they in- increased their pace per round as the rounds went on. James wow. Sprague did the same thing in the previous heat and ended up finishing seventh overall in that workout. But under four minutes, those are the only four guys. Dallin Pepper, Jason Pepper, Roman Cronefe, Alex Vigneault. In this field alone, these are the guys that I think have a chance to do that. Medeiros, Valner, Fikowski, Quant, Matthew, Greasehaber, and Chandler Smith. I don't buy Chandler Smith. Say that. Say that one more time. Let me hear them again. Greasehaber. Okay. Valner, Fikowski, Quant, Matthew. Grease Saber and Chandler Smith sub four possibility. Uh, I might even throw wow. Bill late Bill Lee in that mix. Of course you do. Of course. I'm just saying, I think that this um, I'll take a steak, a cup of hot chocolate and uh, Bill Leahy. Just throw him in there. In this particular field, I think there's a big group of athletes that are going to be highly competitive. And I would echo your, your advice to the fans. Don't miss the final heat of men on this one. Uh, Sevon's dog. Uh, this is for tall dudes. What? Who let me ask you this. Toes to bar. I mean, let me I ask, know. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. Does the weight of the bag make it so that it doesn't matter how tall you are? So that actually maybe Colton has an advantage on the bag because you actually can't run faster. Bigger guys have an advantage weight. on the bag. They do. Yeah. Yeah. What's crazy is, is that bag weighs more than Colton, but some of the guys will pick it up way more than the bag. The thing is, to go sub four, you have to hammer the bike. Like you, you know, 
10 extra seconds on three rounds there. And, and you don't, you can't make that up on the toes. Like you have to be good enough on the bike. I probably should re- eliminate Nick Matthew from that group based on that alone. Uh, J- John George, um, bringing up a good point. Uh, I saw, I'm pretty sure I saw James Sprague's feet hitting the ground on the toes to bar. <clears throat> Brian, uh, what is so hard for them to raise the pull up bar to six, uh, pull up bar six inches? It's such a disadvantage for all these tall guys, says the man in the t- Dave Castro CEO shirt. Not being able to extend sucks. Yeah, I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about that last year, in particular with regards to Matt DeLugos and the chest bar pull up workout. That, you know, if that was a slightly t- taller pull up bar, I think he would have made the games last year. Um, James Sprague definitely had to be conscientious of that during the, um, the toes to bar. I don't, I don't, I didn't, I want, I think you even texted me during the workout that his feet were hitting the ground and I started paying close attention. I don't think I saw his feet hit the ground after that, but I do think he had to kind of pull them up a little bit. Um, and he did come off the, and he did come off the toes to bar at least twice, maybe three times in the last round. And that yes. will happen like that, that will happen there. You know, there'll be a, a rare athlete that's able to go 20, 20, 20 unbroken. I, I don't think there's if if you're not confident then you can do it. I don't think there's a problem going 12-8 in every round with just a you know a, a two to three second break. I don't think you have to go unbroken if you're not confident that you can. If the worst thing that can happen is that you get to the last five and you have to do two two one. Uh, Merton needs a 30 inch box to reach a six foot bar. Um, as far as the heights of the pull up, is this bars, true? Is this true? You have to hold 95. Uh, RPMs on the bike to go. Uh, is, that, is that what he's saying? 95 RPMs to, to go sub four. Is that true? No, you don't have to. I would if say you, if you if you crank it up to a hundred and for like six six seven cows and then kind of coast it down to seventy, you're done at fifteen in like twenty five seconds. Hmm. But they but the so top like guys you, were getting off in sixteen and seventeen seconds in the first. Yeah, round. no, they were holding a hundred plus the like for for first the whole 15 cows on that first round. But I'm saying like, just like you ramp it up real hard, you hold that for five or six cows and then you pedal it down. You're still pedaling, but you just let it trickle down to like 70 and then you're done with 15 by the time you get to 70. And it takes like 25, 30 seconds. Oh, the show's already been flagged. Fuck. What did I say? Don't let your kids look at iPhones. Is that what got it flagged? Most likely I tuned out for whatever it was that you said. (laughs) Oh, Brian, 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 Brian. Oh, no, it's not flagged. It was the wrong show. Okay. Uh, So who are we picking? Who are we picking? Who are we picking? Who we got? Who we got? Final workout. I'm I'm taking Justin on this. I'm Valner. Champ shit champ shit hey both those guys are going to send it hey who's going to be winning going into this event Justin. justin you think belner's going to make the comeback yeah. on the last event listen yep. this show has affected john it. young this this show affected john young um yeah i think justin's going to be ahead by three points belner wins fakowski gets second and then Maderos gets third in this workout and then belner wins Hey, uh, gentlemen, we need to do. Uh, we need to come back and do a, this exact same same thing for women. When are we going to do that? I'm not. We're not. I'm not doing that. I'm leaving for California in the morning and probably unavailable till Sunday night. No, no. When tomorrow night? Wednesday is. Oh no, Wednesday. Is shut up and scribble. Uh, Thursday. Oh, Thursday night. I'm wide open, dude. I'm not Thursday. 
Thursday night, me, you, John Young do a uh, the same thing for the women. It'll be quick. It'll be like 30 minutes. What are you doing That's Thursday Brian. night? What are you Working. doing? No, Thursday night after you work, after you get off work. This isn't a fucking job. This is pro bono shit. I'll just, in Orlando, I was, I was doing something that I would consider work from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. every night, every day. All right. Great show, gentlemen. I cannot believe that last hour just blew by. I thought we were going to, I thought, I seriously thought we were going to make it to 90 minutes and be done. I don't know what happened. I think I've had to hour. pee for like two hours. Is that healthy? Uh, yeah, that's totally healthy. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh, do you want to do one? Uh, okay, James, John, are you available Thursday? J James, I'll, I'll reach out to you. You could be, you could replace uh, Mr. Friend and we'll do the, uh, and we'll do the women. I would love that. I love that too. It was good seeing you this weekend, James. <laughs> that hurt a little bit, Brian. Don't I, Brian, be a little sad. Get defensive or something. Don't be like, I like that too. What, is, what I'm saying, I like, I like James. I saw him this weekend. It's nice to see him, and it's great if you have him on. No, but I want you to be like, no, you can't have someone else. Thursday, on. Thursday night, what time? I don't know. I can't. That's a uh, Matt suit. That's uh, below my pay grade. Okay. That's, uh, I, I, I will try to with no promises. Oh, either way, Susan will get it worked out. That'd be great to have you in Townsend. All right, uh, look at Corey Leonard. We want Townsend. Yeah, who doesn't want Townsend? All right, guys. Um, uh, we will see you guys uh, tonight. Uh, Castro is coming on the show tonight at 530. It will be live sitting right over there. Uh, I'm going to try to spend the next three hours reworking the studio a little bit. Um, be here with your questions in the live chat for Mr. Castro. I will try to prop up a computer in front of him so he sees the questions and he can cherry pick. And uh, tomorrow morning, are you coming on again tomorrow morning, Brian? No, you're leaving town. I'll be in there. Okay. Oh, oh hey. tomorrow morning we have Alex Stein on. Holy shit. It's going to be wild. Um, Matt Torres is going to be on for 15 minutes on the barbell spin. Do you guys want me to ask him anything? Oh, shit. No, I, I, but I do want to have him on. God, you're lucky to have him on. Yeah, ask him how the, what the fuck he does with Emma Carey and Danielle Brandon. And how... I swear to God, that guy's running an exotic uh, animal farm over there. Can you imagine? Okay. I'll word it he, just like be, that. Yeah. Be like, uh, it's crazy. It's nuts. Okay. You, you, have you ever had a fish tank and there's like certain fish you're not supposed to mix together no matter what? It's like that. But he's doing it. All right. See you guys tomorrow. Oh, no. See you guys yeah. this evening, 530 p.m. Bye-bye. <laughs>